and I'm live. So good morning. Hey, um, Concrete is on her way. Y'all know she always late. Like she always, always late. Sometimes I'll be late, but yeah, mostly it'll be her. So we're just waiting on her to get up in here. But good morning. Happy Saturday. Um, oh, we already got a super chat. Well, let me say good morning. Good morning, tips and tricks. Good morning, Black Wizard. Um, Black Wizard, we will not be going live tomorrow. Um, I'm going outside. And so, um, yeah, we won't be live tomorrow. We'll just be live today. Um, so we figured we come give y'all a little something. Um, so we won't leave y'all sad or anything. So, yeah. Shout out to Sweet Melody Speaks. She says, like on your way in. Thank you, Melody. How's everything going? It's, I feel like it's been forever since I've talked to you. So, um, shout out to Groku. Um, and Groku is Celine. Okay. Okay, great. Well, welcome. Good morning, Big Truck. And you know what? I was trying to give concrete time so I wouldn't just be up here by myself because y'all know I hate um, talking by myself. But hey, it is what it is. And uh, yeah, we're late. We're always late, kind of, you know, we'll be on CP time. How was, um, how's y'all's weekend going so far? What y'all been up to? This weekend, I, um, well, today is Saturday, but yesterday, I didn't do anything too much. I was off yesterday, um, had a hair appointment and I got stuff to do today. So wanted to come at, kind of come in and get it all over with or, you know, yeah. Good morning, Eugene Steele. How you doing? Good morning, subconscious mind. Hey, babe, your coffee was really good this morning. I already finished mine. Do y'all drink coffee? Love me some coffee. And Curlin makes the best, best coffee ever. Like, Curlin's a real coffee snob, so he comes in, he makes and gets up and makes the coffee. And, um, yeah. Oh, she's made it in. Good morning, Concrete. Hey, y'all. What's up, girl? What's goody? How's it going? How's your, how has your week been? So far, well, it was actually a pretty good week. Um, I didn't really feel like I accomplished, accomplished a whole lot, but I got stuff to do today and tomorrow. So, um, yeah. I'll so be you cool. got to make up for not accomplishing a whole lot? Um, kind of, sort of, you know, um, I got a couple people that came to town, um, okay. want to come see me and hang out. Okay. And so okay, I okay. do a little of that and, um, you know, maintenance, you know, this is my maintenance weekend, child. So um, you and your maintenance, I, I can't even deal, but um, what? you know, you got maintenance, girl, don't play. Oh, um, no, I'm just au natural. <laughs> Whatever concrete. <laughs> No, I'm not saying it in that sense. Um, you know what, though? Like, I I used to have a lot of maintenance, too. But, like, since, you know, since I went natural, which I, was, I went natural maybe, like, 
seven or eight years ago, probably about eight, eight or no, maybe like close to nine years ago. Okay. I went natural. And while I was natural, I only got my hair straightened twice. Oh, now, I did wear, I did wear braids, um, you know, but that was like in the beginning of me going natural. I wore braids probably the first year and a half to two. And then thereafter, I only had braids like twice. Um, so, and then I took my nails off. <laughs> and so um, I don't have as much, and I used to wear it. I used to get lashes, don't wear lashes. So I don't have as really as much maintenance. I go get my pedicures. Um, and I do my own locks. I retwist my own locks. So I don't have as much maintenance, but there's nothing wrong with maintenance. Sometimes I miss it. Recently, I've been thinking about getting my nails back on, because, but getting them like really short. Um, so and I'm considering that. Gel. I can't do. Um... I don't like gel polish because okay. I don't like like if I, for some reasons, you know, sometimes you go to the um, nail salon and it's busy. And so like, if it's on my only day to go and it's real busy and I can't take it off myself, like it's a, it's a oh. hassle <laughs> to take it off okay. myself. And so I don't like it. I don't even get it on my toes um, because like the nail salon that I go to, the good one that is near me, it'd be mm -hmm. like insane. Like you, it's, it, it's unpredictable. I'll go in the middle of the week on a Wednesday morning and it's busy. So, um, oh but I want to go to a nail artist, you know, now yeah. um, black women, like they kind of like clown you if you go to like nail techs, like the salons, they like, oh, you go to, I forgot, there's a funny name they have for it where they like kind of shame you if you go to, but um, uh, an actual nail tech, because they talk about how they butcher your nails. They don't provide you with the same level of care. But you know, if you go to a nail artist, which lots of black women are into nail artistry and they've created nail artists, um, they're nail artists and they have their own businesses. Um, girl, it's like 150 to $250. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I'm going to say, mm -hmm. now I, I, I can't imagine, um, I go every two weeks and mm -hmm. I get a uh, manicure, pedicure and gel polish. Mm -hmm. but i don't i'm not really into like all the nail art design mm -hmm. um i am a plain jane in that sense so mm -hmm. i really just get like matching you know yeah. or, or um, oh yeah you very like i, I wouldn't even get matching when i because i'd be like oh that's a toe color like certain colors are toe colors to me and certain colors are <laughs> nail colors so <laughs> That's but I like nail artistry, though. I like yeah. the monochromatic nail artistry. I don't like a lot of color, bling, all that. But I like very neutral nail tones, the browns, the yes. warm colors. I like, have, I like, a nude that. on now. Yeah, I love it. I I but love get your maintenance done, girl. I ain't yeah, mad girl, at you. I'm going for, um, I got a facial scheduled um, okay. in a little while. So that should I'm be good. good. So yes. It's um, been a minute, but... You know, skincare. Is, is yeah, yeah, absolutely. I um have a busy weekend too. Like I have a jam packed weekend, just kind of full of stuff to do. So um, I feel you. Like it's it's gonna be a busy weekend, but I'm glad that we are able to hop on so we can um do the show this morning. So that way I'll have like all day tomorrow to finish a few things that you know I have to take care of. So. 
that worked out perfectly. But um, I got some tea for you. Thank Look you. at this. He said he came in on facials. Oh, oh no. No, 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 no. I bet you did. Yeah. So provide I'm nasty about to leave self. out. No oh, nasty that's, self. That's my cue to leave out. No, uh, um, girl, I stay can't. on up here. Oh, no. You probably like getting never mind. Oh, hey, Aries Queen. Lord have mercy. Um, yeah, I seen somebody talking about coffee. I did not have my coffee this morning because I overslept. I never sleep in. And um, uh, it's probably because your ass is tired, girl. I you should have told me we could have yeah. pushed it back. No, no, no. This was perfect. I literally woke up at like 8.45 and I was, you know, getting myself together in the bathroom and I came out and I looked at my phone and literally you were texting me as I picked up my phone. I was about to tell you like, I need 10 minutes, um, you know, finish. You know, I kinda... rolled my eyes so hard. I, I know you did. Here she I know goes. you did. I know I you did. That. But when you be coming with your last minute changes, I'd be good with it. Like, okay. No, you don't. Yes, I do. If it's something like time or something, because <laughs> and, and it, it's unexpected. Like I do think, okay, if it's a schedule change that you know you want to tell somebody as far in advance, but um, you know, a few minutes, it was just literally out of my control. I had to get some water and you know get me like something to nibble on. So I was like, let me just get a few minutes. But um, and that's okay. I my own mind. You rolling your eyes. I'm used to that Sag energy, baby. It is um out this world. But um, I was going to ask you if you saw the post circulating regarding father showers where the guy had a baby shower because he's not with the mother of his child and he was celebrating the birth of his baby by himself. Did you see that? I think that shit is whack and corny. I think that if you are a man, you need to be doing man things. If you got mm -hmm. a child on the way, you need to, you need to be preparing for college funds and um, stuff like that. If a woman is a woman and she has a child, most people are going to help uh, do stuff for the child right off. Mm -hmm. um, I think like the everybody's planning. They want to do it's too much. To me, now this is my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think men want to do too much girl shit. Like, what you need for? Get your oh. ass to down for what? Oh. Um, I'm hella annoyed. Like, like go to the bar like everybody else and complain about how you'd have made her a single mom. Oh, and mind, girl. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so I have a different take. I see absolutely nothing wrong with it. I don't see anything wrong with a man celebrating the birth of his child and throwing a shower. If you aren't together with the mother of your uh, children, you'll likely need, you know, things for your house. You'll likely need diapers and all those things. I don't know. I just wasn't offended. He was a young guy. He looked like he was it twenty or something. This generation yeah. is different. They, <laughs> they are different. Girl, extremely different. But I was like, okay, you know, like I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I wouldn't throw a shower for my my son, but you I also throw, was uh, like, little, little junior a little shower. No, no, little junior ain't getting no shower. Uh, you gotta work. You gotta figure this out on your own. Ain't nobody tell you to go out there all willy nilly and. Um, not strap up so Lil Junior ain't getting no shower not for Girl, me and then it's the celebration you know it was so funny cause um, I think like my mom was telling me like if I had got pregnant with a second child mm -hmm. and 
and I wasn't married, my mom's like, hell, I'm not celebrating your single mother. (laughs) You get one, you get one. one, And then if you're um, married, then you can get like, you know, as far as like however many kids you have, but she was like a single mom, you, you, you get one. I know some people that don't even have more than one shower, even in marriage. Like they feel like you only celebrate, you know, the coming of your first child. But uh, I think, I don't know. I don't get bothered. I like, okay, do what you want to do. You know, I can choose to be like, okay, this is her 10th kid. I ain't going, but um, (laughs) I'm just saying. um, Like you get one because, you know, you never know, you know, sex to sex. You can get pregnant from having sex. You I was old, right. and you know, I was like, my mom was like, okay, yeah, yeah that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. but if you keep having kids out of wedlock and you just um baby mommying it up every time yeah. around, they're like, the ones who that, need the baby shower though. Those are the ones they don't have the no, extra they don't need no baby shower, baby. No, I think that's the problem. We, yeah. we give too much, mm-hmm. like you pour too much into that, and then you help a motherfucker out so much that that's why they keep getting pregnant. They ain't struggle enough. Well, you yeah. struggled, and you didn't have to work, and you didn't have to drag them kids all over the place, and ain't nobody that helped you. You are less likely to get um to stay getting pregnant because you didn't have mm-hmm. help, and you know That's how true. hard it is. But when when everybody didn't helped out a person, and you steady throwing baby showers, and the grandma steady getting the kids every day, no, mm-hmm. I'm pregnant. But like, why wouldn't she? She's gonna stay yeah. Pregnant. <laughs> um yeah I, I i feel you i don't know maybe i'm just too lackadaisical about not even lackadaisical i would say too just liberal in my thinking um because i'm like okay like i my mom had i come from a large family my mom had 10 kids granted she wasn't a single mom she became single when we were teenagers but um she um I come from like a large family. In addition, like my family look for an excuse to celebrate anything, whether it be, you know, a pregnancy, whether it be a job promotion, whatever it is, my family always looking for an excuse to get together and eat and drink and cut up. So um, that's cool. But, and I kind of, like, I don't have a large family. So, mm-hmm. you know, we would generally get together for like basically like weddings and funerals on my mom's side anyway. Now, my mm-hmm. dad's side, um, they do have a pretty large family on his side. And so they get together a lot and they're going to mm-hmm. celebrate, you know, any and everything that they can celebrate. Right. But yeah. Um, so it's like, and maybe that's yeah. why I'm so cynical about stuff like that. Cause I'd be like, <laughs> possibly, but, um, <clears throat> what's oh, look, 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 Oh, he now he, from the break now. <laughs> let me take this thing you was down before, before you even uh, completed the interview process. So. Right. Uh-uh. His wrench is gone. Child. Oh, no. nope. He said he's not, he's not trying to gun for my job. Lee, keep, let him keep his wrench. Cause he, um, staying in his lane. Um, what other what other other tea you got? You know what? Concrete. Mm -hmm. I know I'd be like hella unprepared for the show some days, but I'm like hella unprepared. I had a long night last night. Girl, me too. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I was trying to find something because I got up like 
Yeah, it's been a long way I, already. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got one other thing before we jump off into this topic. Okay, so I was reading a post where a girl was saying that she uh, she was confessing that she uh, paid her man's barber four hundred dollars to push her man's lining back um, because it was his birthday and she he was going on a trip, so she was literally hating on him. Uh, well, uh, uh, I'm sorry. It wasn't her man. It was her ex. Um, she was literally hating on him by paying his barber $400 to push his lining back. And I want to know how far is too far to go if you a scorned lover. Like certain things I wouldn't even think about. I wouldn't even think to do no craziness like that. And you know how serious men are about their linings. And the barber, if you take $400 from somebody and you push Yo, uh, somebody's lining back, you lose in business. Cause look, think about how much money you could, cause he probably not going to come back to you. Um, no girl do stay with they barbers. Like, yeah, they loyal to their barbers, but baby, they, well, they, you know, they're, they're more loyal to their barbers than they are to women. Absolutely. Um, and it's like, they barbers and they, they pit bull. <laughs> yes. Like to ah. a part away from his barber. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have to fight a dude like you ain't gonna never break up a man in his barber. Absolutely. Um, and if the barber took it, I doubt if the, I doubt the barber took it. But if he did, he was yeah, that's a horrible person. But yeah. I think like if you aren't moving on, if y'all break up, mm -hmm. and let's say it was a bad breakup, go ahead and block the person on every thing mm -hmm. um i think we as a people like to re-traumatize ourselves mm -hmm. and so you want the person to feel the same type of pain that they caused you and generally if a person dumped your ass or if the person broke up with you they ain't thinking about your ass in the first place they ready to move on they right. don't want to think about you they don't want to hear from you and when you are able to move on you are um let's say you break up with somebody and you block them on everything. You ain't even talking about them. You're mm -hmm. able to move on and heal yourself. Um, steady investing in that energy isn't healthy and it's toxic and it's silly, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I, I get like it takes a minute for people to get over things, but somebody say blocking is childish. Wow. No, I disagree, Asriel. Different people, you 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 know, need to exercise different things in order to help them heal. Um, for me, I never had to block my ex. Um, I just healed, you know, naturally, like distance, the distance helped me heal. But by the time I had broken up with my ex, I kind of had one foot out of the relationship anyways. Yeah, um, that's different when you yeah. are done with something. But let's say it came out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. And you you and your ex are still on social media. You're able to see what that ex is doing. They're able to see what you're doing. I personally don't want to see your ass living a happy ass life if I'm heartbroken. Like, I'm going to yeah. need you to give me some space. I'm going to wow. need some space for myself. So, um, yeah, I, I'd have to be like, you got to go. I don't want to see you. I'm, a, I'm, I'm out. Mm -mm. Yeah, um, I, I understand that. I guess for me, like, I, I don't have a ton of exes, but like, I'm still cool with all my exes. Like, it's always been a 
pretty amicable breakup. Like, even if I was upset about it and, you know, because I had an ex that did break up with me, um, I was able to, like, remain, well, not not immediately, but become back friendly <laughs> with the person um, after a little bit of time. And even then, I, I, you know, was hurt, but I wasn't, like, going, thinking of, like, ways I can get you back. Oh, like, I, I don't know that I've ever been scorned. Like, I wasn't like, oh, how can I make this MF suffer like I feel like I'm suffering? Um, you yeah. never thought about revenge? I swear to God, I've never, not in, not from a breakup. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I haven't, that was the only person that broke up with me. Um, and even, like, not from, I had a, you know, my ex cheated on me. I wasn't like, oh, how can I get him back? I don't know. I'm just, but you were sad. Y'all, y'all feel like if somebody even lied to you, y'all are big on principle and y'all like, oh, hell no. Like y'all be plotting, baby. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, no, no, go, but, um, yes. No, but I ain't gonna lie. We do be plotting. I know. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've um had situations where somebody cheated on me and we had to part mm -hmm. and I really, really, really felt some type of way about that mm -hmm. shit. It made me feel extra vengeful, but I then you have to realize, okay, if this person has moved on mm -hmm. and um it just wasn't that situation, you know, that situation wasn't right for y'all, just go. Right. It took me a minute to get to that point of growth because mm -hmm. I'm like, how the fuck you gonna be happy? And I'm sitting over here miserable and I'm oh. sad and I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, no. You ain't gonna do me dirty and then I got to sit here and watch you be happy. Like, get some of this, you know. <laughs> yeah, y'all different. I'm telling you, I'll be button heads with my fiance because like of the way that we handle things, like I'd be like, "Babe, it ain't okay. It ain't that serious." Every, look, it may not be that serious to me, but don't tell him yeah. that because, baby, if it's he's a matter man of principle, it's the it could be something small, but it's the principle. I'll be like, "God dang." So, yeah, yeah, you know what? And that's a shout out to Big Truck. He says, I check in on my ex time to time to make sure things aren't getting better. <laughs> that motherfucking part. Ooh, uh, you know what? So let wow. me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Do you still check in on your ex exes? Uh well, like my my ex would check in on them. Okay, so the look, look, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Mm -hmm. I think everybody does it to a certain degree. Now, I'm not saying like you got to be all over and it, like, I don't, I won't say anything. I, I, I'm going to look, I'm going to look and be like, Maybe you ain't living a better life than me. Come yeah, on, we on. still friends on social media. So okay. I see everything and um, it's not even a matter of, I mean, and we communicate, like it's not even a matter of when we have to uh, of like, I, I know I'm, I'm doing better in a sense, but um, he seems to be enjoying his life. Though. He seems to be enjoying his life. I can't lie. Uh, so it ain't like he, you know, miserable. I think everybody does it to a certain degree, though. Yeah, I watch I the stories watch. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, please. No, no, like, he couldn't. He he tried to come back before I got in a relationship, and that was a done deal. Nope. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Karan. Listen to this. He said, SG can cars, bleaching clothes, breaking um, oh, wow. mama windows. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what you want. Line between love and hate in the face. Karan, you go straight to hell. No, that is not what I do. Wow. Um, I ain't never did that. I'd be mad, but I don't think I've ever done anything to really like get revenge revenge. Yeah. Um, the best revenge is actually moving on and being <laughs> happy. So I'm just small. Even if they are living a better life, then you probably right. really stop following Ooh, them. Yeah, block them. Then that's when you block them. But I've done yeah. small things like I I took my ex's car and like hid it in my my friend's garage. I like I would, but I'm not going to like Ooh, it. it won't, yeah, look, look, okay. Now tell me if I was wrong in this situation. So we were young <laughs> yes. at the time. Okay. Like, listen, we were young. We were like 21, 22. And there were some chicks that did not like me at all whatsoever. His, one of his friends was dating one of the chicks who didn't like me. So we used to all like go, we lived in a small town. There was only one club to go to. So maybe two. Um, but we we were all going to the club and, you know, I'm hanging with my girls and, you know, we getting ready to go to the club. And I text him like, hey, what you doing? You going to the club? He like, I'm still thinking about it. I knew he was going to the club because he was dressed when he left. So he um, said, I'm still thinking about it. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to drive over there and, um, you know, drive my friends. And he was like, okay. Um, so I get to the club and as I am arriving at the club, who gets out his car but the chick that don't like me? Ooh. Ooh. I cut a fool um, right then and there. I went in the club for a little bit after cutting a fool. He came in the club. We chilled in the club for a little bit. I gave my keys to my friend and said, drive my car to your house. I had the extra key on my keychain to his, his truck. Went outside, mm. got the truck. Uh, y'all going, y'all won't be riding home in this. And I hid the truck for two days in my friend's garage. And he was livid, like riding all had his friends. Y'all <laughs> be doing stuff to make you want to kill him. Listen, that was crazy. deserving. That was deserving. Why would you Ooh. give someone a ride that you I would never like if it's somebody that and I'm not like it, they didn't like me because of the people I hung with. Like I had never had any direct beef with anybody. But why would you give someone a ride who does not like your woman and think that that's gonna be cool? Like, no. Yeah, that, but you know what? It was not only that she didn't like you; she was really mm-hmm. probably trying to uh really hook Piss up. Piss me off. And Wait, what you say? She was probably trying to hook up with him, like hook up. Hook well, up. she was dealing with his friend. She what was dealing. <laughs> his friend was in the car too. No, no, no. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, his friend oh, was in the car. Wow, too. concrete. Yeah. His friend <laughs> was in the car too, and Wait then her minute. and her friend got out the back. Mm, Wait a minute. No. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, girl. Oh, <laughs> so it was another girl up in the car. Yes. Who was the other girl? It was her friend, just a, a bop from around the way. Girl, yeah, um, <laughs> I probably would have showed my ass because that looked like a double date. That, that listen, they they pre gamed. He he didn't deal with the chick. He didn't. He never slept with the chick or anything like that, to my knowledge. I don't know, but um, they pre gamed like you kicking it with these chicks, and you know they don't like me, and you think they riding back home in this truck. No, all y'all gotta find a ride back from girl. What a minute, call me a. Shout out to my baby. <laughs> he says, I'll look them. 
I'll look them up if they cross my mind. But if they did me dirty, I ain't looking back. Hell, I already know they punching the air. You damn. Say it, bro, Carla. Y'all already know. I know they punching the air. Of course, the men gonna say I was wrong. Like, y'all, like, come on. I was justified in that. Like, you don't do Just imagine you roll up to the club with somebody that that didn't have beef with your man. Like, what? What? Your man gonna flip his lid. You couldn't be cool <laughs> with a dude that was baby. Look, they about to go in. They, they some haters. We <laughs> <Be> said <laughs> concrete ratchet rolls, baby. You a lie. You a lie. Listen, that was deserving. I was twenty one years old, but listen, I, I feel justified even at this moment that I did the right thing. <laughs> I ain't tear his car up. I ain't you know do none of that. I just took it and stored it for a little while. Ooh, black wizard on your ass, girl. <laughs> He listens to this show. He might be listening, laughing, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, be Never mind. Okay. No, he be complimenting me, like, dang, your show was really good. He hasn't, uh, I don't know if he's listened in a while because he hasn't, you know, messaged me telling me that he enjoyed it. But um, he, he was telling me that, you know, it, actually, his best friend came up on the show one time. Wait, so, a yeah. minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He was girl. like my brother. Let me, let me ask you this then, girl. Mm-hmm. So, is, uh, is um is your man allowed to talk does your man talk to his exes and you cool with it um i don't know if he's i don't think he talks to them at this point but um if it was like mutual conversation and it wasn't anything um you know if it's like um let me think um and it wasn't like we have conversations like if it ain't you know hey and it ain't even nothing at this point. It, you know, we were having conversations regarding the kids. Um, but I wouldn't, I don't think that I would trip if it was like mutual conversation. And it's not like talking to like, hey, I listened to your, you know, message me like, hey, I listened to your show last night. That was, that was like a fire show, super fire topic. Um, y'all doing the thing, type, so, something similar to that. And I'd be like, dang, thank you. Really appreciate that. Like literally not no conversation <laughs> at all. I mean, we don't have anything oh, else to talk about. Because I got to protect my homeboy's interest. Like, don't get <laughs> no. Listen, he is sad, though. He probably wouldn't want any of it. Like, he probably, like, uh-uh. Um, he prefers that, you know, you just, um, that there's nothing, that you don't do anything that could cause any type of speculation type of energy that he gives but i would never like jeopardize anything with my relationship especially for my ex because we ain't you know we 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 friendly um nothing against him or anything like that he's living his life and he seems to be happy at this point so you know kudos to him look at b b said Y'all some concrete did to make her oh my gosh <laughs> I told you it wasn't me. Like, I'm not even like the same energy y'all get. I I was probably worse back then because worse in the sense that um, I was nicer when I was younger. Like, I didn't become the person to push back until I got to like, you know, my probably early 30s. Um, So back then I was just extremely nice, extremely amiable. But uh, me and my crew, we were like the only black 
girls in that town like we lived in that town for over 10 years then people started coming to that town from chicago trying to get free housing or benefits or whatever and all these chicks start coming from chicago and you know they give you that um i'm from chicago and they think like you know like you can't challenge them because you're from chicago so they got into like my mm. friends were also from chicago i was not but um, so it, it was like beef back and forth with my friends. And, you know, we got into a couple squabbles with them. But um, as a result, you know, they didn't like me. I didn't care. Like, oh, who cares? Um, but you ain't going to be riding in my man ride. You, you don't like me. So walk. <laughs> you know, so. Did y'all break up permanently after that? No, we broke up probably for um, a week, if that, child. Mm-mm, not no permanent breakup. Y'all got to be the most toxic sign. Listen, toxic. <laughs> he was a Leo. He was a Leo. And so, you know, he was. Drive your he ass to do it, too. Yeah, the, he, he did. He did. <laughs> yeah, Leo will drive your ass to do it. Yeah. I ain't like that yet, but, you know, Leo is going to Leo. Is gonna Leo. And yes, Leo's will almost have your ass locked up because they mm-hmm. nonchalant as hell. Oh, um, girl, <laughs> I got a story. All right, mm. shout out to Karan. He says, So you committed GTA just because he <laughs> gave his friend a ride. I take it back. It's oh. a crazy one. I know a dude who mutilated his wife and her wow. lawyer and mailed the parts to her mother. Wow, that justified because she cheated. Listen, no, 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 that's different, Leah or Karan. Karan, I didn't assault him. I didn't like we had some uh, verbal back and forth outside, and I went in, mind my business. But you gotta, you, you, there has to be, there's consequences to your actions. You did something wrong. There's a consequence. But Karan, you got it. You finally got it right. I told y'all, ass her ass was crazy. I told y'all, y'all lie to me. Don't lie to these people. Let me no, stop talking. Wait, no, <laughs> stop talking. Mm. Rose. Let's see. Get out of here. The black wizard. He says the man you trusted enough with the keys to his vehicle to let you have a spare and you returned that trust by moving it without his knowledge. Absolutely. You wrong, C. Rose. You cool. Listen. Trust wizard. Trusted enough, we share a home together. Like at this point, what do you mean? Like you, you, like that's my car. That's that's our car, and you giving uh, a somebody that don't like me a ride. Like I was, I was, I think that I was justified in that. Be here, you go. Talking about concrete keeping in touch with her exes. Your black stock manos. Your black manosphere stock really plummeting with each word of this story. Um, manosphere stock was already gone. It's already at the bottom. I don't even. I ain't even mad. It's already Look at Eric. Look at Eric. Look at Eric, girl. I'll pre This I tell y'all nothing else. This is why I don't tell y'all stuff. Let's get off into the topic because um, y'all some haters. Y'all supposed to back me. There should be at least a week worth of black metal sphere streams analyzing this disappointing glimpse of concrete Don't do a stream on me. I'm telling you right now, you're going to have problems. But um, what we cannot leave out is I was 21 years old. At this point in my life, if uh, a man did something that I felt was like betrayal, because to me, that was betrayal. Like he was well aware of the beef. He was present for some of the squabbles. 
And, um, you know, like you, you, he knew that he, what he was doing was wrong. That's why he lied and said he wasn't sure if he was going to make it to the club. And all the while you pre-gaming with a chick and her friends that don't like me. If I would have did that to him and he from Chicago, like he, like that's betrayal to him. That's a show that you have no loyalty. I'm rolling, rocking with somebody who is essentially an enemy of yours, kicking it with them, drinking, having a good old time. Like, he would have like he would have been livid. Uh, I know he would have broke up with me. So you know, um, oh. I, feel, I feel like I did the right thing. Look at Aries Queen. I got somebody on my side. There we go. Aries <laughs> <laughs> Queen is crazy too. She go. Oh wow! He said I was displaying fake femininity. I can't possibly be feminine to have done something like that at 21 years old. Oh, look at Doug Strag behavior, y'all. Baby, not Doug, baby. (laughs) I haven't seen Doug usually be on our side, girl. I haven't seen them say one thing about his actions though. Like, where where's the accountability? Where's the accountability for him? Wow. Who's gonna pay? I like I said, um, leaving him wasn't an option. Uh, if I left him, he probably would have ended up with, with the chick he gave a ride to. Like, and you know, uh, a Gemini ain't know? gonna let another bitch win, child. Uh-uh, uh, ever. Not till I'm good and done. Then Y'all you can have to keep that in mind, honey. They yeah. is not gonna let another chick win. Well, they have yeah. to with a dude they don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you ain't lying. You can't have nobody else. We are competitive in that sense, baby. I'm gonna tell you, like, one thing about me, I always got who I wanted, and like, you know, uh, I lived in a small town, so other chicks were biting, and no, nah, um, this ain't that. Toodles. But yeah, uh, let's get off into this topic because y'all just yeah, like that was my name in the mud. <laughs> Y'all done ran my name through the mud. Okay. So uh we want concrete Listen, I'm done dealing with them because they ain't trying to have him be accountable. Um so I can't stand black excellence B. Um, even black wizard then then, then ticked me off this morning. Oh, we girl, don't let black wizard get to you. You know, everybody be so mature. Oh no. See, uh, Karan says, see, are a whole, fo- a whole, whole hood, a hood rat oh biting sound like a gang member talking about betrayal and retribution. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I ain't ever been a hood rat. This is the first, it's the first time for everything because baby, this is the first day in my life I've ever been called a hood rat. Uh, probably anything but, but no, we were young and you know, you can't come to where we live and try to uh, essentially run over or plow over us talking about because you from Chicago. What that mean? Not a damn thing. Um, so yeah. Um, and listen, my, I, I have a lot of siblings. I come, my, my sisters, one in particular is off the chain. So they didn't want nothing that was coming from my way. So, um, yeah. 
But you know, it's all good. Uh, Don't get off into this topic. You just scared them because if they cheat, they already know what's up. You stealing cars, you scratching them up. We this is what they trying to do to me. This is actually a good segue. A black Mm -hmm. man trying to scare black women into submission, like y'all trying to scare me by attacking me, shaming me for my justification. Listen, at, at 21, I'm much older now, but in my justified action of making sure that you have nothing to drive since the car that you are driving is registered in my name and you're giving chicks rides in it. Um, yeah, we're not going to do that. So, um, and left you at home, girl. No, girl. Yeah. I was at my girl. I was at my girl house because we were pre gaming too. Um, I was, you know, I've never been a drinker, so I wasn't drinking or anything like that. But we hanging out, listen to music. You know, I'm helping with makeup, and you know how girls do. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, like I said, using that as a segue, like we're going to answer the question as to whether black men are trying to scare black women into submission. Uh, Eugene Steele says, this is an interesting topic because I do not know if you can scare a woman, particularly a genetically modified female, into submission. Y'all are y'all coming with hey, the haymakers this morning. I'm trying to tell you. So that's a good good point, um, Eugene. And um, we gonna, I think we'll answer it throughout our discussion. So what I've seen or what, what the belief is, is that like Samuelites and the like are essentially using fear mongering to scare women into thinking that they will grow old alone if they don't submit to men, if they don't yield to the women of men, if they don't yield to the leadership of black men, that you will grow old alone and have a house full of cats. And um, that seems to be the consensus in different social media spaces that I'm seeing is that all of this discussion is about creating fear in black women. And I want to know what your thoughts are on it, Danny. I think they are trying to create fear. Winter is coming. Mm-hmm. Winter has been, been coming and oh, winter has never yes. <laughs> winter is always coming. Winter is a thing. Like winter happens every year. Um, women have died alone. I, mm-hmm. I just don't think women are scared to die alone now. And no, Women don't really see that as a big deal, but men are really like, ha, 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 ha. They're getting ready to take away your welfare. Ha, mm-hmm. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Employment is coming. Oh, they're taking away your housing vouchers. Mm-hmm. They want women to be begging and scared and crying. And I think it's a bit of projection. Um, I think they're scared of... Mm. To die alone. I think mm. they want somebody to be hugged up and um cuddled with um during the winter time because winter mm-hmm. is coming, but winter coming mm-hmm. for y'all ass too. And ain't nothing like some good old beef stew and some good mm mm mm. You know what it mm. it ain't nothing like it. Um, mm-hmm. in the wintertime, baby, when you know you can come home, the house all warm and cozy, it smells good. She Listen, she got candles home. burning, baby. The fire is in the fireplace, baby. Dinner is on the stove. House is clean. You ain't baby. walking on your drawers and socks that you left at the door, baby. Listen, it's smelling like you smell bleach in the air because she didn't ain't bleach the like bathroom. The Listen, mm. 
nothing like it. So you might be on to something, Danny. I think that that's exactly what it is. They'll say that we're we're scared to be alone, but women can take care of themselves to a certain degree. Um, like, okay, I don't think a woman is capable of doing everything, but for the most part, she ain't gonna get out there and be chopping down on damn trees and um uh putting vinyl side and shit on the house and laying bricks and shit. Of course, yeah. Not. But um, I you know, all those things can be outsourced, but I actually think that it's the men um trying to scare the women because they're afraid to die alone and they just want y'all to act right, like do right. Um, because mm-hmm. they don't want to be alone. What you yep. think about it? I- that you bring up an interesting point that is something to explore because um as it relates to like i, I think that women are, are essentially trying to prove well essentially proving that they don't need men that we can still be successful without men wildly successful and live our best lives vacation around the world uh you know buy, purchase homes um you know have, ride in nice whips um in addition if we need something built if we need something um done around the house we can use Ass rabbit, Angie's list, we can outsource that. We don't necessarily need a man in house. And I think that men do seem to be bothered by the the mere implication that women are saying we don't even need y'all. Like, not a, yeah. I'll, I'll read the super chats and then I'll go into my other half of what I wanted to say. Okay. Excuse me. Adonis1909 says, No one is trying to scare anyone. If stating facts is scary, then maybe they should voluntarily make a change to not make it scary. Um, you know what? Mm. But even when y'all are stating facts, um, women are still telling y'all that they don't give a damn about your facts, your stats. You can take all that and run. Um, they telling you to shove your stats up your ass. And exactly. You and you um, guys are looking for, for quote unquote stats that support your arguments. There are stats that say women are doing pretty well alone, that despite the fact that there's a, um, you know, smaller number of black women marrying, um, despite the fact that, you know, um, black women are now being considered, well, are being told that they're undesirable, that black women are still happy and are uh, somehow amassing success on their own terms, um, despite the fact that, you know, there are so many people counting them out. Right, right. Adonis also says, if ladies feared being alone, would we be having this discussion? I don't think so. We are scared of being alone, but we don't use police, social media from opposite gender to build confidence. No debate. Um, those are some interesting points. I absolutely think that, you know, we women's black women included still want validation. Um, I don't think that they're scared to live alone. I come across too many women that say, they don't want marriage, that if they married, the man would have to have a separate house, that they don't desire to be cleaning up after someone to have to. I heard someone recently say this is a divorcee um, that she doesn't want to marry again. But if she does, they have to have separate quarters because Listen, um, she doesn't want to have to consider someone all the time. But go ahead. Danny. What were you saying? I literally talked to a woman yesterday who said the same thing. Um, she was divorced. And her and her guy, she has a boyfriend and she's an older lady, but her mm-hmm. and her guy live um, in separate quarters too. And she was saying mm-hmm. that she didn't want to, she, she was like, she was adamant about not wanting to be remarried. And I'm like, but why, you know, like, what's the point? And she was like, mm-hmm. I did it. Um, been there, done that. I am satisfied having my house. He has his house. 
Um, he can go come and go as he pleases, come and go as I please. We can meet in the middle. But mm-hmm. yeah, and um, her and the man have been dating for a couple years. He doesn't even have a toothbrush at our house. I was like, wow. wait, what? Yeah, Dang, I was he like, gotta put his yeah. toothbrush in his to go bag, take that back home with you. Don't leave that here. Mm. Baby, she throwing it out. Like, wow. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. Um, there was one more, was it? Oh, no, this is it. Uh, Adonis also says men have been dogged or talked down on for decades. So bringing up reality of the I don't need a man is all of a sudden a scare tactic. Not just the, the fact that the discussion is being had, but it's almost as if women are being badgered with statistics that prove that, you know, women can't do it alone, that women are now um, the the... the common talking point amongst men when they're talking with a woman and there's a disagreement being had is I bet you single. I bet you'll never find a husband. That's why you'll never get married. Women are saying that's not an insult, boo. Like, I'm not mad at that. Like, who said I want to get married? That's not the highest thing in life that I can achieve. Marriage is not even something that I desire. So it, it, that's how you know it's a scare tactic. If that is not proof that it's a scare tactic, I don't know what is. You're using it when a woman disagrees with you to tell her, ah, ha, you don't have a husband and you'll never get one. And the woman is like, who, who said I want one? But I think well, that women... You know, really, I, I, I used to think, and I'm still kind of sort of under the belief that women are actually lying to themselves until mm. they get to a certain point. But then when I was talking to that older lady yesterday, she was pleasant. Um, she didn't seem like she had a hate or um, anything for a man in general, but she was just kind of like she was over it and she was doing her own thing and she was chilling. But I was mm-hmm. like, you, and I guess if you're not a lonely type of person, if you have other things in your life that fulfill you, then that does make a difference. Like she works with the community. Um, mm-hmm. She ain't just sitting around the house all sad every day, but you know, I guess like when the holidays and all that kind of shit sinks in. But if you got a big family, what's the difference? You know, you know, I think uh, also part of that is that, you know, women their men say, you know, there are a ton of single mothers. Well, then in that case, they're also, you know, surrounded by ch- their children and or like you say, a family. But I, I've never I've, I don't necessarily think that women are lying when they say that. It's not a. It's not every woman that says it. There are select women who say it. To be completely honest, I have seen women for many, many years say that they don't desire marriage. But the women that I saw saying that were women that had once been married, so divorcees, and yeah. uh, were older. They're like, I don't want to marry again. And I always thought that that was weird. Like, dang, what is it that happened in that marriage that you don't want to marry again? I've seen seen younger women say it. I don't necessarily doubt that it's true because I do think that people are fulfilled in different ways. Like some women know that they don't want to do long, that they don't, they're not domestic and they don't feel as though marriage is an even split. A lot of women feel like women get the shaft during marriage, that women are the ones that are expected to work outside the home and carry the full load of the house when they're home. And as a result, it's not an even split. And so it it doesn't seem desirable to women. I've never questioned if they were being authentic in saying that, because I do think in many cases, the, um, the distribution of, of, um, of household duties is uneven. So 
maybe there is some validity to that. And most women we know, most black women do work outside the home. But my question to you is, what is the difference between us and other cultures of women? Because black women tend to complain about housework and this, that, and the third, and um, being um, a wife and playing her role and playing her position. Mm -hmm. It seems like we are the only ones with those type of issues to where we complain mm -hmm. about actually having to deal with a man. What do you think about that? I think that um, women of other races and cultures, um, number one, either they are not working outside of the house full time. We know that many women are, you know, working outside of the house full time. But the other benefit or thing that women of other races, specifically white women, have been able to engage in that black women have not taking, taken advantage of for different reasons is um, help. They are good at outsourcing. Um, they may have a laundry service. They may have someone who comes in and does cleaning once a week. Um, and to be completely honest, it's not all that expensive. I am in, you know, several social groups that are like black girl specific, and they're now encouraging black women. I'm gonna tell you something. It's not. Uh, some of it is affordability. Okay, yeah, it may not be that expensive, but $150 a week may be too much because I also have. We also have children, and then maybe there's daycare or after school care we we have a myriad of bills but i think if you're allocating your funds and you say okay well i'm gonna have them come twice twice a month or once a month to do a deep clean and i'll just maintain in between but um the other thing is that black women have the and i'm talking about myself um have this um superwoman syndrome where they don't yeah. want to uh, seek outside help they don't want to outsource things they want to be everything to everybody the only person that the family is depending on and then they get mad when they're exhausted they don't they don't articulate that and say i need a break because they've overworked themselves so a lot of it is self-imposed i absolutely wholeheartedly agree i think you bring up some good points with that um and it's interesting in wanting to be the superwoman but i think it is a thing of wanting to control every aspect of everybody's fucking life that part and i think we're crazy in that sense because we do want to be involved in every aspect and i think it does us more harm than I good agree. because we end up catching a lot of the resentment when, mm -hmm. when she does fall down, fall down. So I think that's a really, really good point. Yeah. Um, we got a super chat from Adonis. He says, I understand what y'all saying, but at the end of the day, we do not want that being pushed still as the end result leads to less couples getting together going forward. Oh, I agree. Adonis. Yeah. I agree. I, I am, you know, community minded. I don't, I don't think I, I was a little bothered by seeing some of these types of conversations being had where women were, I've seen women encouraging other women to think twice before they marry. And I'm like, wait a minute, uh, that, you yeah. know, that may be your ministry. Maybe marriage is not for you, but why are you pushing that notion onto other people telling young girls, like, you know, marriage is not all it's cracked up to be da 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 da. But on the opposite side, I've for a very long time, seen men saying that, you know, being anti-marriage and kind of being vocal about that too. But um, I am about, I have a collective mindset. I think that, you know, marriage and family and legacy, those are like the cornerstone of, you know, uh, Black collectivism or Black consciousness. So I don't promote this thought, but I'm talking about what I see because we still need to address it and have a discussion about it because it's very real and the sentiment seems to be growing. 
Yeah. Shout out to Adonis again. He says, we are thinking of the impact of the next two generations. What are single, I can die alone women adding to future mm. generations mm. of the population? Adonis, Ooh. I think that is a great point. Mm. Um, but you have to keep in mind that men and women are um, sort of on the same page as it pertains to marriage nowadays. Men are saying that <sighs> they want to get married um, women are saying they don't want to get married. Y'all don't, I don't think, okay. Do you think that we don't want to get married for the same reasons? I think that, um, for, first, partly, I think that men are bothered by the fact that women are giving them the same energy. Women are taking on, I don't know if it would, I would consider it like this masculine attitude towards men, but it it's something that's been traditionally seen as masculine. Whereas a man is only good for one thing and I don't want to be tied down to him. And, but I saw the evolution of this. I remember when mm -hmm. black women were more or uh, more uh, relationship oriented, when black women were, um, you know, the ones pushing for a relationship and black men were less likely to want to enter into those relationships. And I've seen the shift in the thinking of black women where now they're promoting and encouraging, you know, independence and singleness. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that that's part of it. But um, I don't know if it's I don't think it's for the same reasons. I think that black men are today, you know, we talk about mature black men. Yeah, there are some young black men that just want to play the field. But I think that black men are saying we don't want to enter into relationships with black women because of the lack of femininity that we're seeing because black women, uh, because of their attitudes, because they're, you know, less likely to submit because of, you know, this, these various reasons that, you know, they may have good points. Whereas black women are saying, um, you know, what's the benefit? We don't see it as beneficial. Um, so I guess in a way it's kind of the same thing. Black men are saying it doesn't benefit me and black women are saying it doesn't benefit me. The benefits that they're talking about may differ, but it's essentially the same thing. Okay. Shout out to Adonis again. Thank you, Adonis. I'm going to have me a good brunch today. <laughs> Adonis says men now fear marriage because we are the ones losing if our wives choose to leave or don't want to work it out. We lose. Mm. Um, I think that is a great point because y'all do lose more so. Um, financially, I, but women feel like they lose themselves in a marriage. Uh, you know what I mean? Because they're so, uh, you know, invested in the relationship and they don't feel like they're getting back what they put in. Yes. Um, Donna says that men are less likely to leave. There is no denying that we mm. fear losing what we work um, for which is our family and our marriage losing mm. that kills us i i think men oh, wow. do really feel like failures when their marriages don't work out um and i've heard a lot of men kind of echo that sentiment um because a man will stay in a bad marriage forever they'll just stay um men are less likely to leave your ass like if a, even if he's cheating dogging your ass out he probably still not going nowhere. He probably won't trade one for the other. You know, um, I, I think that's interesting, though. But are we ready to drop that? Yeah, let's open it up.
and hear what the fellas have to say. I know they're coming up here with some smoke, um, just preparing myself. Um, the thing is, though, I don't think that, you know, there's any untruths that we've told. Um, uh, we're talking about, you know, what we are witnessing uh, amongst women, the, the change in the sentiment. We're talking about um, the fact that, you know, women aren't... Um, being aren't moved by the fact that they're seemingly being scared into submitting that women are standing their ground and they're saying that you know this is what happiness is for me happiness is not changing diapers like i not only that though the interesting thing that i found is i'm seeing women encourage other women not to have children too though like it's not just uh, women saying, you know, don't marry. It's not uh, worth it. Um, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, um, it, it's it's an uneven dis distribution of labor. But I'm also seeing them saying, like, <laughs> think twice about having kids. Like, you know, yeah. do you want to share, like, you, you know, do you want to share your life with children? Do you want to be tied to someone? Like, I'm seeing them even encourage women not to have children, which is wild. So it's not that women saying, don't marry, but you can go ahead and carry. They're saying, don't marry and have children. <laughs> it's crazy. Yes. Um, shout out to Adonis again. He says, marriage is selfless. Too many women think their own life supersedes the marriage. Men don't think that way. Mm. Um, ooh, I, yeah, he says too many, um, because I do know women who invest everything into making sure that their family is okay. Um, I do think you bring about a very, very good point that we do think a lot of us do think that our own lives supersede the marriage. And yeah, I, I think that's a great point. A great point. So thank you so much for the super chat. Um, we got Gaston's World up in this thing. Gaston's World, what are you? What's good? Good morning, good morning. Wow, y'all up early on Saturday, huh? All right. You know, I had to get concrete ass out the bed this morning. Girl, come on, do the show. <laughs> well, good morning, Sister George. Good morning, Concrete. What's up, everybody else on the panel? Um, you know, this 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 topic hit home for a lot of people, I think. I think this is what the whole this is what it's all about in this manosphere right now. Is you that cannot do it. Huh? But I think that was, that was some feedback. Uh, guys, make sure yeah. your mic is muted if you're not speaking, please. Okay, so um, you know, I I don't know if I've expressed to you. I was in the military, and um, just a quick analogy to this situation. Uh, when we do when we run for long distances, it's usually um a turnaround point. You know, you don't just run. We rarely run from point A to point B, and it's like ten miles. It's usually you get to five and you go back. And um, in this analogy, black women have passed that turnaround point and they're just running full head of steam, five minute mile pace gone. Right. And we're like, OK, uh, hey, like you got to go back <laughs> and imagine telling somebody who has a full head of steam. They got their pace. They're zoned out. Hey, we got to go back together. And, you know, black women are saying, nah. <laughs> we good. We we running this pace. We at this. We good. We got a good workout going, and everybody, not just black men, but everybody's telling black women like, "Hey, you got to go back with your partner, or not necessarily even with your partner, but the race is back this way. Like we have to go back." And black women are just saying no, and I think that's what we're dealing with right now: black women being combative in that 
yeah, we're not turning around for nobody. We 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 got our pace. We know where we're going. And it's like you're going the wrong way. And then they hit the wall and they have to go back. But usually they're alone when they get to that point. So what do you think? Um, what do you think caused women to have this mindset to where, you know what, I don't really have to have a husband. I really don't need a man. I'm good by myself. I'm I'm better off without a man. What do you think caused women to have that type of mindset? Well, when you're running, like like I said, when you're running long distances like that, you usually have to zone out and you have to just, you know, put your head down and keep a full head of steam to go forward. And, you know, you may pick up your pace even at a certain point. And black women have been told all this time, hey, you know, get your money, get your degrees, get your success. And they're running and they're just running, running. And then it's like, no, like you have to come back though. And and so once you get that mindset of this is what I have to do, this is what's giving me the success I want. And then somebody says, you got to turn around. Don't nobody want to do that. And so I think that to ask your question, um, that's not what's been working for them for the last 30 years. And so they're not going to then shift their shift gears to reach that turnaround point and go back. Good point. Good point. Shout out to Harambe. Um, Harambe, he says, black men aren't trying to scare anyone into anything. The lovely ladies can do as they wish. We know it's between the parties, so we're moving on. Um, Harambe, I disagree. I think that is absolutely what um, men are saying. If you ever use the phrase winter is coming and mm -hmm. if you're saying that you moved on and you're not thinking about black women or you ain't tripping about what right. black women are doing, that is going to be the least of your thoughts. You are focusing on exactly. um, Maria, Becky, whoever. That's who you're focused on if you're saying that you're not dealing with black women. You don't care. But you're constantly creating topics surrounding black women's singlehood. If during discussion, a woman says something you don't like and you are shaming her by telling her, I bet you're single. That's why you're probably a baby mama. If you're saying things like that, then I'm going to disagree with anyone who makes those arguments, who constantly makes content surrounding the lives of black women. If black women is constantly your focus, then I'm going to disagree that you don't care. Because your actions say otherwise. Right. Shout out to my baby. Um, He says, encouraging not to have kids is dangerous and selfish as fuck. Um, no kids equal depopulation. A depopulated nation is a target. Mm -hmm. If we get invaded and can't defend home, the boss chick-ish goes out the window. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's true too. But when you have women that... um. Like they're using kids as a necessary, like, oh, you know, I got this. And um, the men, um, you, if you're dealing with people you don't like and men are getting women pregnant that they actually don't like and they don't want to be there, um, you're not going to be able to convince a man who doesn't want you or want to be around you um, to stay around and, you know, vice versa. Like a woman to have a kid because she can have a kid and been and discarded you like you're yesterday's trash because she just wanted the baby and she knows she can get money off of that so I, you know i think that's a good point but i think that's what i was saying is that that's that's so the fear tactics that you all were saying is that's people yelling like turn around turn around <laughs> come back like turn around it's like y'all just you know how do you tell somebody who's a mile ahead the wrong way or not the wrong way but a mile ahead 
past the turnaround point, how do you tell them to come back? But if it's not genuinely coming from a place of if it's not genuinely coming from a place of sincere concern and it's kind of like taunting someone and or, you know, like you you using it to roast them or talk about how horrible and how bad they are, then people aren't going to accept or heed that warning. They think that, you know, you're just trying to shame them or you're just, you know, um, gaslighting them to make them feel like their actions are somehow the cause of the the current state of the community, but you don't really genuinely care about the community either way. So I, I think that that's where your message will fall on deaf ears if you're not sincere in it. Yeah, good point, Concrete. Um, shout out to Panther Bamikali. Bamiliki, Bamiliki. Um, he says, I ain't getting it. The poorest in the world have five to six kids average, but in the USA, supposedly one of the richest countries were people not wanting kids. Um, uh, I think BGS kind of broke that down on our last show and he did a phenomenal job um, when he talked about like under underdeveloped countries or like, you know, um, I guess what you would consider, you know, maybe third world countries that they sure. have a need to to create more children because, you know, more that's sweat equity, essentially, um, in the, you know, that more children can till the land, they can do the farming, they can, you know, that creates um, additional work for the family. Uh, whereas, you know, here and we're a first world country, uh, more children equates to like you spending more money to raise them. Children are extremely expensive. And that's part of the reason why there's a difference in, you know, um, the Western society and maybe some third world countries. True, true, true. Shout out to Adonis. He says, if a storm is coming and you don't prepare because you're not thinking about it, why is it society's responsibility to save you from freezing? If you fail to plan better, like be scared before, or in the middle of freezing. Um, it's not society's uh, job. It's not, no one's saying that society is responsible for, or maybe the question was to, who was uh, Gaston? Was that just saying that they're trying to warn? Oh, I don't think it is. Um, you, you guys can do like a lot of men in this space say and just watch it burn. Shout out to the casual observer. He says, reality is not fear mongering. Just look around. Um, the casual observer, I think you bring about a great point um, because on one end, you do see black women thriving. You do. You see that. But on the other scale, like on the other side of that, you see them hoes struggling too. Like, who's this? Mm. Um, so I think yeah. you bring about a good point with that. Shut I think it's one or the other. You see groups of women, uh, like black women who are wildly successful entering tech, entering STEM fields or with multiple hustles have successful, I think they said like since the pandemic, the growth in um, black women led businesses is over a hundred percent, like creating their own businesses, uh, which may be a side hustle or their own business may result in them making six, seven figures. And they're able to quit like working for corporate America or wherever um, uh, they were working. Um, and then you have those that are are struggling, but I got—I don't know. Maybe it's a circle that I'm surrounded by. I'm yeah. seeing more women winning than those who are struggling. 
you know what was interesting is I'm hearing um women say, okay, well, I'm doing better than him, so why should I have to get with him when um he's not able to provide me the type of lifestyle that I want? Right. So I've been hearing a lot, a lot of that lately, like a lot. And it's like, e, like, what do you tell them? Because on one end, um, you know, we hear the message all the time. Never build up a man, never build up a man. Stop mm-hmm. dating for potential. Um, date a guy who has his shit together. Um, on one breath, we teach that. Then we teach the woman uh, to struggle with the man. But then when the man really does get on, he leaves her. And so a lot of women are afraid to build a guy up or to stick with him while he's in his building process. So I think that's That's another thing that we didn't point out when we talked about like women. I think, you know, women, black women feel like they have a lot of alternatives. And I've heard a myriad of black women saying I'm I'm doing better than most black men in my age group. So I would I'm essentially winning. Why would I, um, you know, uh, date down essentially, and and they also feel like they have other options. Where whether those other options be um, scissoring <laughs> with other women, uh, toys. Um, there's a large number of women who I'm seeing that are like dating Africans. Um, you know, I feel like women feel like they have other options. Although black men tend to um, uh, pull, bring up the fact that, you know, they don't have other options outside of them. And as a result, you should acquiesce. Black women seem to think that they do and or they would rather be single single than to, you know, acquiesce to the demands that Black men have, have laid out. True, true, true. Shout out to Justin Winfrey. He says, Black women don't need Black men to provide and protect. They, um, they can go back to work so they can provide for themselves. And then they can call the police if they need protection. There's no need for a black man. Ooh, Justin, that was a good one. That's um, right. A shout out to Adonis again. Adonis, Adonis, the spoons that I show today. Thank you, Adonis. He says, then you can't say we are using a scare tactic. That's my point is all. Um, Adonis, two things could be true at the same time. I, I yeah. believe Shout out to Adonis. Adonis gave us a yes, shout. we appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, he says women spend endlessly. Prove point proven by your statement. Many don't live within a reasonable means. They want to live a lavish. They want to live lavish when you don't need to. That spending can go towards retirement. Y'all act like like a lot of chicks really give a damn about retiring and look. That's the problem. Adonis has a good point. I think that we're seeing women that are saying they're living their best lives. They're living a life of luxury. I see a lot of groups that are encouraging encouraging black women not to be afraid to live luxuriously. But um, I think that women care more about, you know, women aren't thinking about the future. You're not thinking about, you know, um, creating a legacy and or, you know, wealth building at all. You are just thinking about those Louboutins that you want on your feet or that nice YSL bag. So I do think that, you know, to be completely honest, that is one of the great things 
to me about having a you know a partner someone who's leading if, if they're logically logical and they're financially astute um you know that that creates a balance that you probably didn't have before even with those women who are saying i make more you may make more but you also may have more debt to put that into consideration you know what i mean definitely have yeah. more debt yeah. Yeah. yeah men are more likely to live in their within their means you know what i mean so that could create a balance whereas he may be making forty thousand you're making 80,000, but he has more saved. He's better with balancing the checkbook, yep. so to speak. So, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to Jojo up in this thing. Hey, Jojo, how you doing? What's good, Jojo? Okay. You got to unmute yourself, Jojo. Jojo uh, be off in the uh, damn yonder. He with his gal. <laughs> his mm-hmm. gal. <laughs> He said, skip me, Granny called. Child, I can't. I tell Granny, we said, hey, um, let's get to we ain't signing ish. Um, what are your thoughts? We ain't signing ish. You know, he come up uh, with a uh, straight miss. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just going to keep it, keep it honest and academic. Okay. First, I want to say, first, I want to say that black men are not scared of anything. There's nothing you can do that hasn't already been done to us. So what is there to be scared of? We're not saying this because we're scared to be alone. We're already alone, right? 51% are unmarried uh, with no kids, et cetera, et cetera, right? Some of us who've been married and divorced now live with their parents and paying paying mortgage in a house they don't live in and and child support, right? And and depression. So, I mean, what is there to be scared of because it's already being done? Now, to the topic. I think the topic is salacious and toxic and gives a bad uh, name tag to black men because we're not trying to scare black women in anything. You like we I said it before, and actually you guys should call me a prophet. I told you guys black women don't want to get married and disease young millennials, they're okay with that, right? They're okay with that. They're not trying, they're not approaching according to black women on TikTok, they're not even approaching them anymore. They don't speak to them at clubs or anything like that, right? They're with Marisol, they're with Mailing, they're with whatever, right? Wait, 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 wait. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, uh-huh. wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, you mm-hmm. say that out of one breath. And when you are indifferent towards anything or anybody, you don't give it any attention because you're indifferent. You don't care. Um, Correct. When you are telling black women that winter is coming. Oh, you're single. Oh, you're going to die alone. Oh, you're single. Oh, you're a baby mama. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. And you're still in the business of black women. You're still concerned about black women. Um, You get on this internet. Y'all may not be approaching women online. Excuse me. Y'all may not be approaching women at clubs the second and third. And I understand that. But if you are online and you are gleefully and you're excited about the thought process of a black woman dying alone, and winter is coming or what kind of money they have, what kind of debt they're in, what they have going on with their kids, this, that, this, that, and the third, you care. You really okay. care. You care about what's going on. So, um, and then as far as not trying to scare them, I disagree with that. I think that's absolutely what it is. I think that if you're telling somebody winter is coming and it's going to get cold and this, that, and the third, and they need to do this with their standards and they need to do that, you are concerned and you do care. And that is a fear tactic. If I don't care about something, I don't give a damn what happens to you because I don't care. Y'all care. And it is fear tactics, in my opinion. May, may I continue? 
Yes, you can. I'm sorry. So, so that's why I broke it down into generations. I said generation, young millennials and generation Z. Now, the people who you are saying winter is coming, those are generation X, right? My generation and boomers. They're the ones that are saying that because they're socially conditioned to pair and mate with a black woman because we had that all our lives, especially in the 90s, right? TV programming. They are the ones saying that, right? So you have to break it into generations. And they are saying that because black men in my generation are having a tough time understanding that black women really just don't want to be married. The average, not all, not all, not all. So they say these things because they're trying to reconcile that, you know, black women just don't want to be married. They don't want to take care of another person. They don't view marriage as other races view marriage. And we in that generation just have to accept that. But winter is coming. It's not is not a scare tactic you're just speaking from their standpoint because from their standpoint marriages prevent you from winter is coming but what they're not considering is the other equation how the women feels about that meaning that they just don't want to be married they feel being married is winter right so they have to reconcile that but even with that it's still not a scare tactic because in large especially as red pill becomes more and more mainstream men are more and more just like Fuck it. And so and that's and that's where I'll leave my opening statement. Right. I, I, I feel that this this title gives an unfair name tag to black men, because at the end of the day, even when the men who are who are saying winter is coming, they still want to. I have no idea why, but they still want to pair with ADOS black women. So it's not a scare tactic. And I'll close with that. Thank you. Uh, yeah. We ain't signing issues. Uh, very interesting points. I, I don't have an argument to formulate. I still uh, have an argument. Of- I disagree <laughs> with. Um, I disagree with it because, like I said, he's talking about one generation, or it's supposed to be one generation. I, I talked about four generations: millennials, Z, boomers, sir, and Xs. I talked sir. about all four. You're saying that it's the Gen Xers with this thought process um, and saying that winter is coming. And what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. And what I'm saying to you is it's more than the the Xers um, because Kevin has, um, he has a group called, like, it's the Samuelites, honey. Yeah. And the Samuelites are. Millennials are also. Yeah. So millennials are also taking up those same talking points. Right. So, yeah, um, I disagree with that. And I think this was a perfect topic um, for you guys because you guys like these kinds of shows. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And in addition, <laughs> when we present a, a, an actual topic, we talk about it from all sides. So I, I don't think that the topic in and of itself is giving black men a bad name. We want to be able to have the discussion from all sides. And there weren't any accusations made by us regarding, you know, whether or not black, black men are really trying to do this to scare women, but most more talking about what we see and, you know, what, uh, just by taking inventory of uh, different conversations that we've seen happening mostly online. I, I still think it's a bit salacious and kind of clickbaity, but okay. You know it is, but you know how we like to... All of our topics are, right? What, yeah. That's, that's, that's the point. What, that's yeah. the name of the game. Break down. Child, please. Gotta get them clicks. Exactly. That's right. Oh. 
When we act nice, y'all don't pay our ass no attention. Y'all be like, oh. Look, when we talk about black love, we've tried to do topics that are like, you know, just more endearing and, you know, don't nobody want to talk about that. Y'all love these topics, like Danny said. Shut out. Not all of us. Not all of us. Yes, y'all do. Don't play. Um, shout out to Adonis. Adonis says a social media and government benefits and the government benefits from women staying single. Women are emotional spenders and men are logic based and splurge only when needed. Adonis bullshit. Bull bullshit. Not the way to Jordan line. Child, don't do that. Don't, don't do that, Adonis. Listen, you got a point about that. And them game systems, baby. Listen. Mm, mm. Come on now. One game system. One game system. Come on now. <laughs> One game system. <laughs> Child, please. $500 to $1,000 purse. $500 compared to $1,000 purse. Not to mention $1,200 shoes. $1,600 hair. Let's keep it a buck now. With the hair, I got you. But purses still, uh, a lot of purses still hold their value. So it's not. Now, when you put uh, lip gloss and all that in the bottom of that mother, you can't um, resell it after if that. You, if you if you Ryan Brown here buying Michael Kors and shit, then yeah, it's not gonna hold this. Uh, hey, a system will keep the man at home. If you, put, if you got twenty dollars worth of change, if you got twenty dollars worth of change at the bottom of a Birkin, it ain't worth. Listen, if you got a Jackal mess bag or a Louis Vuitton bag and you put that uh, dollar store lip gloss in the bottom of it, and you don't have a, a um, organizer purse organizer in your purse, then I mean. Hey, but I think that most women, when they buy nice bags, are gonna take care of them. You get a purse organizer; they put it in the dust bag. Like most women, take care of their their um expensive bags. They take care of what they care about, so it's like that was a shot. That was a shot. That was. I felt it. Um, shout out to the casual observer. He says black men can date out and bemoan black women destroying the race. Why mm. would you care? Focus right. on Becky and Maria and Ling Ling, baby. Lead mm. if, if they lead a ass. Go, be gone. You ain't got to have one foot out, one foot in. Lead ass. Mm-hmm. Show them how it's done. Mm-hmm. You know. For a lot of us, these are our sisters, our cousins. What that mean? We don't want to. See, don't if she see if she doesn't want to be under a man, <laughs> leave her ass where she stands. If she feels like she's better than y'all and she can do it on her own, let her dumb ass do it. I mean, Kanye, Kanye said the best. Like you can have a baby with uh, the white girl and still make a nigga. So at the end of the day, it's not like uh, the end of our race, right? No, this, you you missed it. Right. Steve Rose is right. Let it go. That was Danny. That was Sister George, but I got you. I apologize, Sister George. Sister George is right. They're on the same show. You can mix them up. Let's get JoJo up in here because JoJo said he can talk now. Hey, JoJo. Oh, what's going on with it? It's going to ambulance. No, no ambulance. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Everybody hit the like button. Hit the like button. What the hell Jojo got going on in the background? Jojo got a, at a crime scene, man. Y'all know how St. Louis is. We're going to need you to get up out the hood, baby. What you got going on? Yeah. That's how, y'all know how St. Louis is. But no, man, it's it, it, when I be listening, man, it's just, I hear bullshit on both sides. I'm going to keep it 100,000. It, mm. it, it's just like, like something I'm starting, to, I'm starting to notice. You starting to see both sides kind of, I don't, this going to sound crazy, but I'm starting to think both sides like the, the, the back and forth bullshit, you know what I mean? It's just okay. like a never ending cycle of and do 
Yeah, it's like it just keep going. He said, she said, like it's it's just some weak shit. And I, you know what I mean? I just be thinking like I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I told y'all I might get old school and shit, but it's just like when I heard the type of vitriol that both sides got, I'm just like, like, bro, like what 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 is it? You know what I mean? It, you just would think like it would be so much easier easier for both sides to just cooperate, figure something out, or just say, fuck it. You got people who basically saying, I'm gonna argue about it my way, fuck your way, and we're gonna keep pushing back and forth about it. That's not conducive to a, you know what I mean, a family unit. We we, we see all the bullshit going on. It, 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 it's just it, it it's just counterproductive to what people actually say they want. You know what I mean? And I used to think about that too, like, oh, you know, every dude gonna have, you know what I mean, have holes here, that this, that, this, that. But it's just like, when it comes down to the bottom of it, the only way to raise those kids right is in a two-parent household. You know what I mean? Or either, well, it ain't no or about it. Two-parent household, a strong man, a feminine woman that... It ain't no better than that, you know what I mean, to, to raise up kids. But you got people saying, fuck this person, fuck that person, and then you're bringing up kids in a fucked up household. Like, something some that I want to, like, that I want people to think about. Think about how your kids will feel. Goddamn me. You you hate the person you had a kid with, which is another thing that makes zero fucking sense to me. People that had kids with people they claim they hate. That's fucking idiotic. Like, how do people do dumb shit like that? You know what I mean? And it's just like, like okay, my cousin, for example, ever since we was kids, his mom and daddy was going back and forth and shit. Nigga put on a book bag, put his clothes in, you know what I mean, went to his mama house, went to his dad's house, this, that, this, that. But me and him had a conversation the other day, and he was just saying, like, he would have preferred to be in the house with both of them. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you got to behave a certain way at this house, then another house is different rules and shit like that. But it's just like, the pool that the parents have, when 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 they have all this static and bullshit going on, it just create a rift. And then you have your kid in the middle of all that shit. Or just like how people say, like, it baffles me when people run to the child support center and put dudes on child support. It's like, you would think a man want to take care of his kid in the first place, but then it's like, you that bitter that you want to fuck this man's life up because he left you, even though y'all had a kid together. It's just, it's just too much bullshit on both sides. And I, I always thought, like, eventually it would come to an end, but it's just, it's getting progressively worse. So I would just say, if you a dude or a woman looking to goddamn you have a family this that you need to actually look for a person who's trying to do that with you and shit just let the rest of the shit burn i'm gonna be honest you know what i mean because it's like you have people saying oh we should try to convince this convince that you ain't gonna convince certain people some people just i hate to say it some people just meant to be fuck ups and fail it is what it is you know what i'm saying you have people like sister george you know what i mean she got married shit like that mr curl and shit like that that's something to salute you know what i mean and thank you. I'm gonna be, oh, yeah, you know, it's all good. <laughs> but no, it's just like people have to look at the bigger picture. Put egos aside, put how you feel to the side, put how somebody you was with did you. But it's just like, bro, at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, are you going to wake up and say, oh, fuck this person? Because at this point, it's like, yeah, I'm saying fuck the person because they're opposite gender when I see shit. Not y'all, but like, you know what I mean, on the streets and shit. It, it, it's just like people have to realize at some point, you're going to have to realize the world is bigger than how the fuck you feel. You know what I mean? And just like the dudes, bro, it's just like nobody saying a nigga shit. You got to make over oh, 100000 this, that, this, that. But it's like a lot of dudes these days are bitch made. I'm starting to see niggas walk up the street with purses and two tight pants and shit. And it's like a dude can wear what they want to wear. But that, that's like, you look like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? And then you have some dudes, she don't respect me. But it's like, bro, you got a fucking purse on. Or just like the gills. Just, just, just like the gills. Because I've been saying this forever. You got a lot of gills who self-sabotage. And I'm going to wrap it up. I ain't trying to go on the rent, but just to self-sabotage. You got girls who say, oh, they multiple dudes, this, that, this, that. Y'all fucked up when dudes find out what goes on. 
So you had dudes who saying, why should I put effort in if this girl's talking to four or five dudes? It's counterproductive to what people say they want. You know what I mean? I ain't talking about the ones who just want to be hoes or whatever. I mean the ones who actually want a family. That type of shit is the, 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 the shit that you don't do to, to have a family. You know what I mean? It's just, and this is the last thing I'm going to say. We live in an instant gratification society right now. People see see what somebody else got. Oh, shit, I want that. When And as a dude, you have to understand, when a dude marries a girl, dudes take that shit seriously. You know you got some dudes who hoes, this, that, this, that. But it's just like, a dude took a fucking vow. You know what I'm saying? Dudes take that shit seriously. Even if they don't like the... After a while, even if they don't like the way. But it's just like, people take... They took some sacred shit and just and just rolled it up and said, fuck it. They think shit is a game. They think the, the concept of marriage is just, oh, I can leave because I feel like it. You, 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 we throwing away tradition, you throwing away morals, you throwing away everything. And that type of shit is why we got the fuckery going on today with the with black men and black women with this constant never-ending punk-ass little back-and-forth beef. The shit is old. And when I go in the store, you know what I mean? Look, I can't tell... <laughs> bro, I'm going to be... I'm going to keep it 100000 None of my homeboys have I ever been able to do a double date with. Like, when my, me and my girl and my homeboy and somebody... Couldn't do this shit. Niggas couldn't, couldn't keep a girl long enough to even do that shit. Or they just, oh, no, nah, I brought, you know what I'm saying? I cracked the hoe, but I ain't trying to be serious. It's just like, I get, you know what I'm saying? You want that whole shit like that, but it's like, bro, at what point do people say, damn, maybe having a family is not a bad thing? You know what I mean? And, and it's just like, this this, this last thing I'm going to say, you got people who say, oh, I want a family, this, that, this, that, but I can't find nobody. You are not going to find somebody to have a family with on fucking Tinder. Like, let's keep it 100,000. You got people who say that goofy ass shit. I'm just like, bro, are you serious? Or, or girls who, like, this is another thing, too. Girls with these weak-ass passenger seat dudes. If you a girl and your dude is riding passenger seat, he probably ain't no shit. I'm just keeping 100000 Like, like... Oh, people, God, I think well, that's trifling. Yeah, it, it, it's lame as it. It's weak, but that's, that's all I'm saying. If, if you want to have the outcome, you say, you got to do what it takes. Do not do behavior that's counterproductive to it. Oh, look at JoJo. Thank you, JoJo. He came in here and laid it down. Uh-huh. Um, definitely appreciate it. <laughs> Jojo um, had some last night, child. Oh, he ate his sweetie this morning. He was coming. Um, hey, literally. <laughs> got up and had some breakfast this morning. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Black um, Wizard, my former favorite, um, my former favorite subby. Um, what you got on the topic? Da- damn, see, Rose, that's all it takes. <laughs> he but you've been dogging my ass out for a minute. It's about time. No, 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 you know I rock with Black Wizard. That's my brother. Baby. What you got? Now I was just gonna say, uh, yeah, I think the um I think I think the topic actually has some merit. A lot of times I'll I'll uh accuse you guys of trolling. <laughs> but but uh this topic I actually think has a little bit of merit. Mm. So um Thank you. yeah, I th- I think uh I think there are some dudes out there who are wanting to use um, I, I'll just put it this way. They kind of like the, the truth is the truth. So reality is reality and everybody has to face that at some point. Um, a lot of people kind of take it upon themselves to be the, uh, I guess the messengers of, of reality and be like, hi, it's coming for you next, you know, but, but, um, I don't know. I think I see some dudes in the space kind of use the, use the truth as an excuse to um i don't know kind of like i don't know how to explain that other than like uh bring bring people down to their 
to what they feel like they might feel like they've been wronged so it's like like i guess one of the guys on here was saying like oh, there's a lot of single dudes out here anyway and i think some of those dudes are single and are like well reality got me it's your turn you know you know what i'm saying and then when somebody says has something to say about it about like maybe it's being used as like a fear tactic or some kind of uh you know uh retribution kind of like what concrete rose was saying she was justified in it <laughs> earlier but but um <laughs> they they try to hide behind the fact it's like well it's not me that's just reality so you know yeah if you're if you're mad at what i'm saying you're just mad at reality when in fact they do have some intentions that are like not um not exactly to uh actually just kind of warn somebody it's actually they're, it's almost like they're getting back at, it's almost like a vengeful kind of thing. I think there are some dudes out, out there that's like that. There, there's a whole lot of merit in what's being said as far as like, uh, you know, some of the spaces where this information is coming out, the stats, statistics, whatever. I think there's a lot of merit in that. And I think honestly that it, a lot of it is the truth. I mean, on this path, I've said time and time again, I think we're on the path of destruction. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's going to end up, you know, a lot of people dying alone, but yeah, I don't I think, I don't think there's a lot of men who are actually using it to just, to just serve as a warning. I think they are kind of like using it as some kind of umbrage to take retribution because they feel like they've been wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree. I agree. Um, Shout out to Big Guy Journey. He says he's speaking facts. So much foolishness on both sides. And I think he was referring mm-hmm. to JoJo. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do see the I do see some of the ta- tactics. Um, everybody hit the like button, hit the like button, hit the like button. Get us up to 100. Thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, Black w- Wizard, were you finished? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, the... I think the, I think the the biggest thing uh, uh, I agree with a lot of sentiments from JoJo is like there's like kind of this uh, cesspool of of information that kind of goes with this tit for tat back and forth, and I guess it's um, incumbent on the people who actually want to build relationships to kind of like vet that information to the best of their ability and then take away from it whatever they need to to go find whatever it is they're looking for whether that be in the black community or not like if Mm -hmm. if you're if if you're wanting to build relationships and you're solely using what comes out of like the black manosphere and like uh and then the responses to the black manosphere so mainstream stuff you're i don't think i don't think based just upon those two things you're going to be able to uh find a healthy relationship i I don't think it's possible you have you have to vet it and then kind of go for lack of better words go your own way yeah true absolutely i agree well thank you black wizard Mm -hmm. um let's get compassion in here compassionate uh i can't see his whole name for nothing me either Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. I'm doing great. Thank you, ladies, for bringing me up. What's up, panel? What's up? Uh, we ain't signing. Um, yeah, just a piggyback. Uh, bro went before me. Basically, he said it pretty much how I feel. I think it's obviously um, 
them a certain sex of black men that uh, use the notion of um, winter is coming as a, uh, I wouldn't say a scare tactic, but they, they are obviously, they obviously care about black women and actually believe winter is coming for them and are using that as a way of hope. In a way, I think a certain sect of black men are hoping that that encourages black women to be more cooperative with coming together. But then I think generally though, I think when the whole concept of the Kevin Samuels winter is coming, most men feel like, well, yeah, winter is coming and it would be unfortunate if y'all have to figure out the hard way or a lot of black women have to figure that out the hard way. So. I don't think it's really a manipulation tactic to try to get women to uh, digress from the the position a lot of them are in right now. Um, I definitely think a lot of black women have let their mouth write checks their ass can't cash, and they're essentially just doubling down constantly. That's what it feels like when I hear a lot of the rhetoric because it's not really well thought out, doesn't really match reality a lot of the times. so yeah, I mean, yeah, I get. I don't think. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a manipulation tactic. Generally, I think certain men obviously can use it and like enjoy the concept of women being in having a, a hard time in the coming years. But I think generally, black men actually do see value in a lot of black women intrinsically, and just don't want to see a, a lot of these women take the fall they're gonna take. And really no deeper than that. I don't think they care that much either. I think black women have said enough and doubled down enough that most black men are like, all right, bet you got a booger in your nose, but shit, I'm gonna, <laughs> it really don't, it really not affect me that much, especially since you capping so much. So that's how, that's, that's what it seems like to me. Good point. Mm. Uh, that's an interesting take. I, I like for me personally, if you're sincere in advising women, like I've had discussions with people, for example, BGS, um, I think that he's very sincere in, you know, his um, message to women, you know, typically his commentary, he is providing stats, he is, you know, very knowledgeable, pulling up, you know, historical data and um, the like, and, you know, he seems sincere in his approach versus you taunting teasing, shaming, I think that that's just completely different. I can see personally, if a person is like taunting me and telling me I'll never amount to anything and ha ha ha, uh, I'm not going to, you know, take you seriously. And I would feel as though you're just trying to manipulate me into doing what you want me to do. So I think that's the difference. Yeah, it could be. I mean, naturally, it could be taken like that. A person could be taking advantage of the reality that you're getting ready to walk off a cliff and because they're bitter laugh about it but the reality that you're being like bgs on the other side actually telling you hey there's a cliff right there and you admit that he generally seems genuine doesn't negate that there's a cliff right there so that's what i think a lot of is happening is that that's true certain men are i guess i mean obviously in any population you're gonna have certain sects that are gonna take that 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 cliff as a, you know, like someone said, as a, some type of revenge or they they feel like it's it's due. But then again, it's not as though they're inventing the concept of a cliff or winter is coming is a, con- a complete, you know, you know, just fabrication. It's obvious, really a cliff right there. <laughs> like, so 
if as far as if black if the if an, if enough black women general genuinely cared about the black community enough at some point like you said this tit for tat back and forth arguing over facts like it's gonna i mean it's obviously not gonna conclude with the black community being much i mean just logically speaking past all the jokes and funny shit that's clearly what's going to happen if enough black women fall on their face there are they there they it won't need to be used as a manipulation tactic which is the point but, <laughs> but do you think that like you know so like to me my my mm -hmm. introduction to be I, I think i was introduced to bgs i can't remember somewhere in the space but somehow i made my way over to his women's channel so like a man or, or men having like just real discussions with women about the things that are talked about in this space uh mm -hmm. without berating them without you know uh mocking them without shaming them i just think that that's a more effective way to communicate the same thing with women if i'm trying mm -hmm. to get a message across to a man i am not i know that you know i'm not going to be effective if i'm emasculating him if i'm talking about his sexuality if i am you know Absolutely. um yeah. you know ver verbally assaulting him i'm not going to be as effective i understand what you're saying and yes we should take heed to the warning despite the fact that we're being taunted like we're in grade school uh there's still a warning yeah. to, that we should be paying attention to but i think like, i'm sorry go ahead no 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 I, that's essentially what yeah, i'm saying i mean like you like you keep like you bring up bgs is a renowned uh, analyst in this space and like you said we can you, most people get the impression he's genuine and he's not just taunting and there's a lot of guys in the space like that and we it's a they're they're yeah i agree out. i'm not just i've just highlighted him because i'm very familiar with his content but there yeah, are yeah, other yeah. men in this space too that are genuine yes absolutely yeah 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 I, I get what you're saying but i think they're the analyst or bgs is an analyst and telling us what's on the what's a forecast then certain people that have, for whatever reason, would take that and taunt women with that reality. Mm -hmm. That's and again, like to the question of the panel, are black men trying to scare black women into submission? Um, I don't think black men, from what black women have said for the past decade or several decades, I don't even think men believe that if they were actually trying to manipulate black women into submitting that something like this would work. I think they're actually like, like we agree that BGS is doing pointing out a reality. And I don't think mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's a manipulation tactic, but I won't keep going on out. That's my closing statement. Good <laughs> yeah, points, Very good points. I just want to add too that, um, Every man isn't uh, going to behave like BGS. So right. some dudes are going to no, some dudes are going to taunt people. So like yeah, but, and unfortunately, exactly. that's where the infighting comes in because and it's not like complex is very good he, in the way in which he you know um, talks. So it's just essentially being respectful in your conversation is my point overall. Like if you are bashing and taunting and that's why y'all bees gonna end up alone and it's gonna be a cold winter for you hoes and like who do you think is going to listen to your message like no one they're, they're going to dismiss it they're going to argue with you they're going to engage in back and forth with you because of you're, you're leading with insults yeah and i think there's some dudes that you know 
like uh, they see this information, they know it to be true and they want maybe they want the back and forth. Maybe it's maybe they maybe that's just something they want. But I think in general, though, like with the BGSs and the Dr. Tiasan Johnson's, the, you know, people of that ilk where they're actually like, hey, like something something's wrong here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think in general, it's not a scare tactic. It might be scary, but it's not it's not a scare tactic. It's a it's a it's a method to make sure the truth is disseminated. Now, some dudes are going to yeah, like every dude's not like a saint and there's going to be like, right. you know, meditating, hovering over the ground, talking about yes, and this is the way. But that's not that's not that's not this is not a, a realistic view of what humanity looks like right let's, now. Let's be of honest course, that this uh, this is not black women aren't it they're they have they're on the offensive with a lot of this rhetoric also. Mm-hmm. So it's not just that a lot there a certain sect of bitter black men are bullying these uh you know hard working intrepid focused on you know merely improving themselves yeah. and the race type of people these these are narcissistic a lot of narcissistic behavior on the part of certain sects of women especially specifically black women which is, yeah. i think fuels a lot a little bit of that you would get poked and prodded with with of course I... coming down fall naturally yeah. so I agree with that. Um, I, I know we got some super chats to read, and then I wanted to uh, get Mr. Research in here. Uh, I can't see it on the screen. Danny, do, were you able to read that? Um, it says, uh, shout out to the casual observer. He says, is KS taunting for telling those women the truth? Um, to a certain degree, um, because he has to be provocative. You know, a provocative show garners attention. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. funny. It's whatever. Um, yeah. So I, I think to a certain degree, yeah, it's a bit taunting a bit. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that that's the basis of his whole show. Um, and there's a, and, and, and a lot of the things that he says is true. But yeah, I, I, I think so. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Chief Rocka up in this thing. He says just tuned in. But peace to the breakdown, a woman's perspective. Enjoy your Saturday and keep pushing. Thank you so much for that. I'm missing one. Okay, there it is. Um, shout out to there. I said it. He says, y'all accept correction only if your ego can remain intact. Mm. Some black men are some black men intentionally chip at your ego because that's part of the problem. But the, thing, but the thing with destroying egos, damn. Um, the egos are a part of the problem, but lower self-esteem is a bigger problem. And we have to consider what we like done to us as people. Exactly. You don't want nobody chipping away at your ego. But it was chipped away at for the last 50 years. Um, it was chipped away. Yes, but if a woman is coming, go ahead, concrete. I'm I'm sorry. If a woman is coming at you with any kind of message regarding black men in general, because I hear these messages and they're I'm beat over the head with them on a very regular basis, even though a lot of this does not apply to me. And she started to attack you because she felt like you your ego needed to be checked in order to deliver a message to you. You're not going to take too kindly to that. You know, it's just the way that it is. Like people are not going to 
take kindly to insults and any message that you're giving. And I understand not everyone is going to, you know, um, be uh, respectful and be uh, embody the spirit of, you know, respect and, and be uh, calm and, and um, I guess, fatherly with their message. But, you know, at the same time, you, 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 um, you are going to get the same type of reaction from the woman or the same type of energy from the woman that you're giving. So if you're not being respectful, she's not going to be respectful in her response. Question. Do y'all honestly believe that there's, um, if y'all, if you, if concrete and sister George, if y'all was in charge of running the black community and organizing and y'all, would you not find any utility in shaming or, um, in, in terms of, incentivizing the type of behavior that we believe collectively or you as our administrators agree collectively is the best for the community would it would shaming not be appropriate in any case well i'll answer real quick and danny we'll let you answer we can move on to uh, mr research just because we're pressed for time but that is a very good question um to me i i i would not employ shaming uh as a beneficial tactic to um exact change uh, to me, um, I don't think that like I think that shaming and incentivizing is on two opposite ends of the spectrum. So by not shaming, that doesn't mean that we're going to incentivize that behavior. There are uh, other things that I, I could think of to do. I would think, you know, from counseling to, um, you know, um, um, mm-hmm. teaching uh, to, mm-hmm. you know, ensuring that there are um I guess, uh, classes on just, just womanhood and what it is to be a woman and, you know, respecting yourself and building people up. But I would not use shaming as a resolution. That's just my personal thing. Well, well, I agree. Um, Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I actually would use shaming. Um, Shaming works. Thank you, Sister George. Shaming does work. Shaming has worked. Um, We, when we started this, participation as culture that's when a lot of shit went down there it there has to be a standard we tend to deviate from every freaking standard that's set forth by somebody because everybody wants to do what they what the fuck they want to do and that brings down society when you give a participation trophy to everybody and oh everybody does good and everybody did this and you wiping away tears you are not teaching people Mm. Um, instead of a freaking standard, so no. But that's completely I, I different than not shaming, like uh, uh giving shaming. trophies and and handing out. Like to me, like shaming, shaming is not going to work for everybody. Different people are motivated by that's different things. Works. Yes, shaming might work. Shaming might work for a certain sect of people, but I'm not motivated by shaming. You can't shame me into doing anything. I'm giving you the F you if you're trying to shame me for my, you know, for my actions. Like I'm motivated by different things. So I guess what we're motivated by is probably what we would think think would work best. But shaming wouldn't work for me personally. Shaming wouldn't work. I'm going to say this. Um, I think when you have enough people on the same page, and this is what I'm saying, like-minded people get with like-minded people because there's a standard to be set. When you shame people for not meeting the standard and you don't accept bullshit, and I'm saying this as a person who was a baby mama, um, as far as shame was concerned, shame, um, shame does uh, create a certain standard to me. When you were saying, look, if you have led this type of lifestyle and you're living this type of lifestyle, this is shit that we don't accept. You're not welcome here. 
um that does make people get in line and my and this is just my opinion i think right. that no i agree ostracizing yes i think that people should be ostracized if they're not falling in line but i don't think that shaming is necessary that means that we're not affiliating with you but the taunting this like that to me that's unnecessary and it's childlike that is but that is shaming concrete rose that's what i was ostracizing about. Yeah. Yeah. That's think right. of, think of it like I'm not opposed to ostracizing. I guess if, if you're counting that as a form of shaming, shaming, but I don't. I'm not. I am not with taunting someone or berating people at all. Like that's so just you, not so, something. So you, I'm so saying that. you keep saying that, but the cowards get to hide behind you. Yeah, well, that's my opinion. Like, that's how I feel. I would not employ that as a effective method to uh, convince somebody to change, taunting people and teasing them. Like, I just think that that's a juvenile. What if the classes and like I said, in the, in the example of you being in charge of the society that our, our tribe is mm-hmm. on the brink of starvation and your job is to make sure we don't starve outside of killing people, which is one way of maintaining order. Mm-hmm. Shame has always been a classical, efficient, effective way to maintain order in a group. At the individual level, of course, no one likes shaming. And even at the leadership right. level, you might not enjoy employing shame. But at the if, if you're looking at our rations and our reserves, and you actually care, if it's more important that we survive, shaming would be definitely on the table i would imagine if you agree that it's a utility in some mm-hmm. level to shame not for me that's all i was I, asking no not, not for me i would ostracize you and kick you out of the group versus shaming you like that's i don't like that's almost worse than shaming i don't believe in insulting someone you're to not the being point compassionate that here's, no here's i don't thing. i don't care about that i i don't i'm not going to insult you to try to encourage you to change Go ahead, here's, here's uh, Mr. Research, and then we got to read here's, this in the chat. Here's my question to, 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 to you, uh, uh, Concrete Rose. And mm-hmm. you might not classify this as shaming, but you, you, you made your speech before Sister George spoke. And then you interrupted Sister George four times to say it's not for you. That, I'm sorry? That of stuff, I, I, I'm just making a point. That type of stuff is also forms of control shaming. You, 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 if you don't let another idea breathe and you want only your idea or narrative or talking point to exist, it doesn't take four times to say that. that the is, thing is, I don't mind other ideas. Let me finish so you can get my point. My point is that shaming, we, we try to associate it by a, 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 a negative uh, input. But it's also a, a, a controlling mechanism when you don't allow other people to breathe. I'm not. I'm not trying to come down on you for what just happened. I'm just wanting to point out to you, yeah. we didn't. We didn't need to hear that four times, but you gave it to us. So it okay. So I was rebutting different things that no, no, she no, was no, saying, no, and you interrupted as well in order to get your point across. So what was that? My point is that it happens all the time, and that's what compassion is saying. Everybody accidentally does it. 
It wasn't, there was nothing accidental about me injecting, but you also injected as well. So I could say the same thing about you. I, I was uh, disagreeing with different parts of what she was saying and trying to better articulate my point. I don't mind her having a difference of opinion. That's what makes us us. Um, she feels one way and typically a lot of things we would deal with differently. She feels one way in how she would deal with it. And I feel one way in how I would deal with it. You even given that analogy does not change my mind regarding whether or not I would implore shaming if I were somehow on a council of the community, because I would not in that sense. Would I ostracize people who are not in line with our um, tenants? Absolutely. But I'm not going to try to berate you into behaving properly. If you can't get in line, then you're ostracized from the community and you don't get to uh, be a part of the community. That's just how I feel about it. But uh, I do want you to get your full point across yeah. as it relates to the topic, because we're pressed for time. But let me first read the super chat. David Johnson says, know this, there's only one pill for dysfunctional pride humiliation. The Bible says pride goes before you fall. Salute to my sisters, Concrete Rose and SG and all the bros on the panel and in the chat. Thank you, bro, David. Thank you, bro, David. American Negro says, this is for Aries, uh, Ratchet Tail. Uh, thank you for the support, American Negro. I guess they're arguing in the in the chat. Aries says, broke little ninja, say what? Um, thank you, Aries, for the support. Appreciate you. Was that it? Was it one more? Oh, come on, Booger. We need more than that. <laughs> this is what y'all doing. Um, we appreciate the financial support. Uh, girl, David I'm says, a, uh, discourage him. <laughs> David says, shaming does work and has worked for centuries. And that's why people don't like it because it pulls at your conscience. So keep the shame going. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you, David. We appreciate the support. Um, I think I've explained my, my thoughts on this to death. So I'm going to move forward. Uh, Mr. Research, what is, thank you, Aries Queen for the super sticker. Uh, what are your thoughts on the topic? Thank you, Aries. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, so now that I want to share my time, uh, when you get a chance, Sister Rose, uh, check out the snippet of, of this part of it, just so you can see what I was talking about. Um, I think you, 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 might, you, you might get a different understanding if you was to hear it uh, over again. But, but let me say this, um, you know, as, as, as many of y'all know, I've been around this YouTube stuff for quite a long time. A lot of these people are not serious. A lot of these people now say it's the same talking points they've had for eight years strong. People go from one one movement, SWB, MGTOW, one day, red pill. It's all for profit. Triggering black men to be mad at women is for profit. It's always been for profit in these streets. And, and no, serious. I mean, I ain't even capping. You know, you got you got. Some of the people you guys champion, their own children don't listen to them, and they've admitted that. So this this is this is in these circle jerks, in these echo chambers. YouTube, man, is about getting boys to be angry at females and females to be angry at girl at, at a, a dudes. It's all profit. We gave birth to Cynthia G on these mm -hmm. man on these manosphere streets. But then you complain about who we give birth to. The chick, the chick didn't even have no following until dudes made it happen. So when third wave Manosphere came in, here, here was the dudes who realized I can just call people names. Here we are, back to shaming. I can call people names from the protection of the internet, something I wouldn't even say to half these people uh, uh, in person. 
And this, this is what gave birth to it. And then those dudes spreading gynocracy fear everywhere. Fear the gynocracy. Fear, fear, fear. Okay, it's very simple solution. Get the white boys who just recently joined MGTOW. Because you've got to remember, MGTOW was a black male Caribbean guy creation. MGTOW was created by black dudes. And black dudes was over there. Black dudes didn't create it more until the white men ran them out with all that racist talk. Red pill philosophy had a bunch of racist talk to the point where the white guy uh, that everybody appreciates, whatever his name is, I, I keep forgetting his darn name, but he had to make a statement on how MGTOW ain't about race. That's how bad it got. So dudes ran away. See, that was an opportunity for black men to have the same energy they had for black females to turn to their white MGTOW dudes who just recently joined and said, uh-uh, this is our shit. We created this. Y'all stop that bullshit or we gonna start attacking y'all. But instead dudes ran. And that's how it more was created. That's the timeline that it was created. You can, you can lie and say that it wasn't created for that reason, but wait a minute. You was blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to drop people names because I don't need all the nonsense. You was blah, 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 MGTOW. Why you run over here, blah, 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 it more now? Go back over there and defend your blackness to them white boys talking all that anti-black stuff. Oh, you're not going to do that because it's more profit in running over here, creating something new to get black men mad. And then when we found out that the original creator of it more was really into pasty fat white chicks, according to his post. Now you want to run and go to SYSBM. But Helmet Head, who created SYSBM, he was a Filipino chick, which goes to another point here. If you're with another race of chick, why always come back over to the black side mm -hmm. talking anti-black? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's your choice. But how is that logical? How, how can you sit on a college stage amongst scholars and say, I have a logical thing. I, I talk about uh, Irish people, even though uh, I'm married to a black woman. That makes no sense. And I get on every, every morning talking about black people. I mean, uh, Irish people. Okay, and uh, I have 30,000 followers. Yeah, but, but but you're not in the Irish community. You're you're in the black community. Well, it's the same thing that Helmet Head does. You, you're married to a, a Asian chick, but you get on and do that. And then the stuff outside of YouTube, you got porn pictures everywhere. It's all for profit. You don't want to admit it because when you listen to the circle jerk conversations, is <laughs> she a ape? She a monkey? <laughs> Ain't nobody saying don't say that. When you see either me or Jay Shine come over here, or even D Darrell, or even Men of Tomorrow, we are all dudes who have achieved stuff amongst men, amongst men. And the other dudes don't like that shit. They want to be able to go call women names, do all this type of stuff. Some of the people y'all 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 elevate are actually not really on point. Let's go to shaming real quick again. Isn't it funny how dudes want to shame chicks, but don't want to be shamed? Shout out to what Concrete said, because you can't shame a warrior. A warrior doesn't really feel shame. So you can say what you want to, blah, blah, blah. But, but what's really happening? 
two more points. Uh, when it comes to business, look, look, look at what Kevin did. Winter is coming. Let, let, let me give Kevin props on that. Women are confused. It don't work like that. When you hit 40 and 50, all that shit stops. If you haven't found the curling, you're fucked up in the game, period. But I don't have to keep telling women that to convince them because now it starts turning to a circle jerk. We as black men got to stop caring so fucking much. Be like the Arabs. Don't give a fuck. Walk past the chick struggling. Don't give a fuck. Be like the Chinese. Don't give a fuck. Walk past. But you know what? Black dudes are at the point where, ha ha, you struggling. Ha ha, ha ha. Hey, fella, hey, hey, brothers, brothers, come over here. Come over here. Laugh at this chick with me. Ha ha, ha ha. That's what it's come down to. It's kind of like uh, in, in Africa when it took a long time to convince the African dudes that raping women was not a cultural rite of passage. You had a bunch of dudes really thought, oh, oh yeah, I, I raped my school teacher. Whoa, whoa, bro, what are you doing? No, no. And this is the problem with us as Black dudes. We don't want to hear that. Shaming on the block happens. Shaming in music. We are constantly shaming. But it seems like we only want to shame chicks. It's all for profit. And I land my plane on this, man. The, the day I, I, I had two of my protégés, two, two of the dudes I counseled, go on Kevin's show with, with Ramil, who also tell you I gave him a lot of game. Two of my protégés, Real Deal Financial and King Diamante, went on Kevin's show and they talked about business, how they manage in their employees. And it was a proud moment for me because I'm looking at it like, yeah, my guys got up there and were able to hold, hold manhood conversation beyond these, these females. But then other dudes got up and could not articulate virtually anything. Even Ramil was like, what the fuck you dudes? And this is the real problem. They hide behind people and women who, 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 who defend them all the time and the fuckery. This is why these dudes, they own sons. They own sons don't get this much conversation. Dude, dudes conversate for, for women way too much. And I land my plane on that. We, we got to change that part, man, because talking about these chicks every day and, you know, the, the pimp and player lifestyle is dead. R. Kelly and Bill Cosby is showing you that. But yet dudes get porno, porno excited and porno turned on by doing these circle jerks every week, but then can't have a business conversation with Kevin when it's time to have one. I land my plane. Thank you. Okay, yeah, so let me yeah, read the super chats really quickly, and then we're going to um, go ahead and get the I'm next person this, in. This real um, we got to be real quick concept. because we're really pressed for right, time. I'm not. I'm even not even. Going, I'm just saying. I pretty much disagree with like ninety five percent of what bro just said. It was pretty much a lot of anti black. Okay, well, hold on to it because we're going to give you an opportunity for closing comments and you'll be able to kind of tap into that. But um, I don't want to kind of create the back and forth. So bear with us just a minute because um, we got to go ahead and get the other gentleman in. And we got quite a few super chats. Um, American Negro says, Aries, wake your broke tail up. Uh, thank you, American Negro, for the support. 
Uh, Panther says the system sees the ADOS as a burden. So the system has to figure out ways to wipe out the black man by providing black women the conditions they don't, they won't procreate. Uh, very interesting. Thank you, Panther. Um, I know I saw some more. Was that it, Danny? Oh, Black Wizard says, I'm not making an argument for it, but shunning is a form of shame, see Rose. Excommunication and exile is just the scarlet letter without having to get your hands dirty. It's the passive side of shame. I wouldn't consider that passive. And I guess I, what I'm not um, for is berating someone or trying to make them feel small in order to exact change. If you're not in line with the standards set forth, then you don't need to be a part of the group. I don't even think that if someone exhibits change by you berating them, that it's going to be genuine most of the time. I think that for me, that's not effective. And I know Mr. Research referenced several times about the people that we were highlighting. No one is perfect and no one that we highlighted where we're trying to imply that they're perfect. Um, personally, BGS, I like his delivery. I think for me, like rationalizing and having a logical conversation is more effective for me. So as a result, I like the way, in addition, most people shut down when you're insulting them. That's just, uh, you know, a given, like it's going to create hostility and, you know, you're arguing back and forth and it's not a fruitful conversation. So therefore, for me, I think that having a rational conversation with someone works better than berating them or minimizing them or trying to, you know, make them um, highlight their their imperfections. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, I got to get Adonis in here. Adonis1909, what are your thoughts on the conversation? Appreciate you letting me up. Um... No First, well, I'm going to try to keep it as put together as I can. But I came up here because I guess one of your moderators felt some type of way and decided to time me out <laughs> from my super chats. Yeah, don't, so don't find people out uh, yeah, you know, that's for no exactly reason. What Come on now. That's exactly what happened, Miss Renee. Um, so let's let's address some things. Feminism, right? Feminism to me is the epitome of shaming. Because the tactics of what feminism did and how they go about getting a lot of things passed solely is premised on shaming men. Um, another thing is addressing the whole Kevin Samuels situation with the winner is coming. I don't believe Kevin is actually trying to attack or immediately just shame women. I don't view it that way. Especially for anyone who's an avid watcher themselves, they can see that you match the energy you're given. He matches the energy he's given. Plenty of conversation he's had with women that are respectful and he's never disrespected them. But when they go sideways, you give them one, two or three chances before then laying out, hey, now you're gonna get shamed because your ego or your attitude, because you don't respect that you're actually speaking to, another, to, a, to someone of the opposite sex. Now I'm gonna put you down. It's sort of like humbling you. And that's how I view it personally, my opinion. So to then try to say, you know, now use the narrative by saying that, you know, most men are trying to shame or we're just, that's not our goal. You have some of us that are just hurt men. Yes, I will say that. Some of us just hurt because we have been hurt. And so some of us are attacking, but the majority are not. A lot of us just care. Like myself, I generally care for my community. I generally care for my sisters. But when you can't have a conversation because the very women that you care about do not have or show any respect to you, 
by therefore exuding their ego immediately and being defensive immediately out of basically just a slight comment that they don't like, that's a problem. And then we're then told we're shaming them because we're then reacting by saying, what are you doing? I'm not trying to do this. I'm not trying to put you down in such a you know negative way. But the reality of where we are now is based solely on the fact that we have accommodated the majority of what you wanted. Mm-hmm. We keep going around and we keep trying to say, you know, yeah, we can, we, we, we're both in fa- at false in many given situations, but you can't have a conversation with somebody who automatically doesn't respect you. I.e. in our society, most of our black women do not respect the men at all. That's why these conversations occur. Most men are trying to be calm about the situation, but we can't have it. If we're just being put down or saying, well, we're this, and it's like they're they're not backing it or supporting it by anything solely on the fact that they're having a conversation on us, uh, co- having a conversation with us based on their emotions from their poor decisions and selecting poor men. That's mm-hmm. what tends to happen. So I don't, I, I cannot agree to say that, or I cannot agree with you in believing that we're just out here just trying to shame women. We're really not. It's really just sad because like myself, I'm a divorce. I'm a divorce. I used to be married and my my former spouse was basically the same way. And then once we separated, we got our divorce. She years later came back and said, I'm sorry for what happened. We shouldn't have did this. I'm like, well, why not? And she gave me a whole spiel. Leading to the whole marriage thing. Men do not leave when it comes to marriages, even if we make a mistake. I believe somebody made that comment earlier. We don't leave because our life like once we're married, our, our everyday life is solely on surviving and providing for our family. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. That's why we settle a lot more than, than women do. And that's a fact. We may not get everything we need, but we settle with the majority or getting 50% of what we want or even 30% or even just getting 30% of what we want just to be able to say, you know what, if I can get at least 30% of peace, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride this out. That's how men operate. But because society pushes the things that they push, our women just view us as options, which is why they leave so freely instead of therefore trying to work it out, which also ties into them being defensive or them not having respect for men in general altogether. Mm. But that's all I got for right now. I wish I could say more. Uh, it's easier for me to interact back and forth, but. That's all I got for now. I know you guys got to go. I appreciate you letting me up. And to the moderator that put me on timeout, shame on you, because I really wasn't. <laughs> Thank you, oh, Adonis. We appreciated your commentary. Definitely understood what you were saying and where you were coming from. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, we got a super chat from David Johnson, the a-hole. He says, uh, repetition is the mother of learning and the father of action, which makes it the architect of accomplishment. Keep the shame going, brother. Yes. You are a bad influence. Um, thank you, bro, David. Next, we have Eugene Steele. What are your thoughts on the conversation, Eugene? Well, I want to sort of piggy. Uh, can you hear me, right? You can hear me. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, I want to piggyback to uh, what most of the men you have been saying. Men are not trying to scare women into submission or to do anything. But I want to add, even the most alpha of men don't try to scare people to do anything. 
especially scaring women into submission. You know, we don't do that. You know, there have been so many misconceptions about alpha men. And, and, and it's a shame that we have perpetrators who are trying to act according to those misconceptions. Um, we do not do that. Women are submissive to us because they are willing to be submissive to us. Okay? When you get in a relationship, both sides have something to give up. I mean, we as men, you know, after working independent, now, you know, to be the leader, provider, or, or what have you, you know, we are giving up, you know, some of us. And women, when they get into a relationship, you know, they're giving up, you know, a little bit of their freedom to be submissive. But, you know, you know by the way, this is just the first point. Fellas, you know, if a woman is being submissive to you, um, make sure that, you know, she gets something out of it. But that's the first point. Second point is, and, and you know, this is something that always manifests and affirms. And I think every man should manifest this. When you're in a relationship with a woman, uh, you want to make yourself clear to that woman that, you know, you're you're her boyfriend, you're her fiance, you're her husband. You are not her master. Okay, make that very clear. Okay. And one final point before I before I get out of here. Um, when you listen to one um, authentic content creator, you get introduced to others. And, you know, that's the case of how I've gotten to, uh, to you too, ladies. So I want to thank you for your authenticity. Sorry about that. Thank you, Eugene. We definitely appreciate your contribution to the conversation. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, the 18th letter. What you got for us, bro? Hey, how y'all ladies doing today? Fantastic. Well, um, my thing is that uh, what they were saying, like the, the title of the live stream is like, are men trying to, uh, what is it? Men trying to shame black women into submission? Yeah, scare black women into submission? No, no. And it's never and it's never been that way. It's never mm -hmm. been that way. Most men are just leave. Most men are not into being combative. Most men are not into trying to sit here and, you know, have a back and forth tennis match with um, a lot of these women. Most women, most men are just leaving. And that's what these women are complaining about. Um, the thing is, like, I understand what Mr. Research is saying, and I respect it, but the problem is with a lot of men is that a lot of men, as name has been getting dragged through the mud for um too long. Like, in my personal opinion, based because I've been on YouTube for quite some time, and based off of what I've seen from the manosphere, not saying that it may have not turned into trying to profit, but it started off as just a response because you've had the level up gurus, you had the hypergamy gurus you had the divestment crew and all of these other people that's just dragging men, uh, men's name through the mud and on top of that you even got black women that'll go on white supremacist live streams and bitch about black men to anybody who will listen um some of the things that i've heard in the manosphere are nowhere near what i've heard in the divestment 
as bad as what I've heard in the divestment crew and all of these other places where, you know, you even got one particular YouTuber who I'm not going to name who has a black man hanging from a tree, mm. <laughs> like Lynch, like Lynch from a tree with Disgusting. a woman on the opposite opposite side, you know, calling black men apes, bullet bags, they're, you know, they're conquered men. Um, just the things that I've heard that I'm happy that they die. Let's see if we can increase it. And these are the same women with the type of mindset that if you were to talk about business, if you were trying to, you know, uh, you know, just build yourself up in business, if these women even get a whiff of that, they're the type that, not saying that they can stop you, but they're the type of people their mindset is so downtrodden when it comes to black men, they think like a white supremacist to the point they'll try to sabotage you because a lot of these women really do believe that they're supposed to be above their own men. Not saying that we can't change that or anything like that. I'm just saying that's really what they believe. And um, the fact that they've been taught to hate their own men, they don't realize that. And it, that's why they can't fathom the idea that any other race of woman would want you know, black men. And it's almost like when you see a piece of garbage on the ground and you pass that piece of garbage and it turns out that it's worth a lot of money and you see another race of woman pick it up and you're like, okay, sis, um, I didn't realize that piece of garbage was worth was worth anything. Now give it back. Uh, I'll take it. You know, and that's pretty much the narrative that's been pushed online. With some of these brothers on here, um, if they are saying disparageable things, I don't agree with that. But I do understand where it's coming from. And like I said before, I haven't heard nearly as much harsh things from the manosphere as I've heard from a lot of, uh, from, from the woman's side of things. I think a lot of these women are, um, I, I don't know. I just think they don't want to let their ego tell them that some of the things that they say has been so, um, uh, undesirable and disparaging and they don't, they just doubling down on the BS. They feel the hot water. So they're just spreading whatever rumors that they possibly can to saying, and there's a lot of projection saying black men do this, black men do that when it's, when it's really the opposite way around in my personal opinion. But from what I know, from what I understand, any black man that's out there handling their business is doing what they supposed to do. They're not sitting on, they're not going to complain about the situation they're just leaving which we even seen with michael b jordan michael b jordan didn't say anything didn't say he was dating interracial when he was just spotted on a boat with some white women in italy a lot of women uh made a real big fuss about it you can go in here you can be as nice as you possibly can and show a lot of respect and if they feel like they got the numbers they'll just start disparaging you just based off of the fact if they don't like something that they, that you don't say or you just dis or disagree with you on a certain thing on a certain thing, they'll just start, you know, disparaging you and everything. But I'm for the sisters, that's for me. And I look at it like that. And anybody that's not, it is what it is. You know, I don't look at you like, you know, you one of mine or whatever, but it's pretty much just it's pretty much just getting louder and louder and louder and just trying to disparage black man's name to anybody that'll listen, pretty much. Thank you, the 18th letter. You said some real stuff. I have to say, though, as it, as it relates to like the divestment community, I think there's a difference. I think there are men in this space who use shame. That's not saying that all men in this space use shame, but I think that there are. Um, the difference is, I think that those women truly hate themselves. I think that there's a lot of self-hate. I think that they truly hate Black men, whereas the men in this space, I think that they're truly hoping to exact change in women by having these discussions. To, to be honest, I think most of the men 
still desire black women. I think that they want black women to change and to do better. Whereas divestment community, I think it's like deep rooted hate. Um, that's just disgusting on a whole nother level. But thank you for highlighting that and pointing okay, that out. Can I, can I say one, one more thing? Yeah. I just wanted to say, even when it comes to like uh, interracial dating, like what you were saying, I've seen brothers that they love women, but they they love their own women, but they they felt they just couldn't make it work, and they may have run across a woman that treated them better that was uh, of an opposite race, no different from a sister that does the same thing. Because another thing too that we don't take in accountability is where black people grow up. If I if a, if a sister grew up in an all white suburb and she speaks proper English. And, I'm not I'm not expecting her to, you know, date a brother more than likely she might be into into white guys. No mm. different from a brother that grow up in that same in that same type of environment. But the thing is a lot of these women that they know that they didn't find these men attractive or they didn't look at them as attractive. No different from sisters that's on the same thing. Um they just happen to if they see a person, if they see a black man with a, another racial woman that just triggers them. You know, it just triggers them. So that's all I got to say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro. Let me read this really quick from Adonis. He says, I learned this in the Marine Corps. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. We like simple, straight to the point combo with no need for disrespect. I like that, Adonis. That's exactly what I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Um, so we are going to start the final comments. If you guys can try to keep your comments to 60 seconds or less, I understand you may have a lot to say. Just try to keep it to a minimum because um, we do have to get out of here because Danny has an appointment. Um, so we are going to start with Black Wizard. Black Wizard, what you got, bro? Black Wizard, he may be tended to the baby. We'll come back to Black Wizard. Compassionate, we'll start with you. What do you have, brother? Oh, yeah, well, uh, let's close in. Um, <clears throat> appreciate you letting me uh, speak. Um, appreciate the panel for listening. Uh, yeah, I mean, I pretty much said everything I had to say. I mean, to Mr. Researchers, uh points again i disagree with a lot of it i think it's kind of oversimplification of um the so-called gender war and the red pill or the black manosphere space um but yeah uh i definitely i just i'll i'll, I'll uh repeat that i just yeah i don't agree that this is merely shaming or a tactic to manipulate black women into uh listening to black men it's, it's deeper than that but i appreciate you letting me up thank you brother i appreciate you coming up i really enjoyed what you contributed thank you thank you thank you um gaston's world uh what are your final comments brother all right well first and foremost um this is necessary these conversations are absolutely necessary so the title made y'all come so if whoever's mad about the title suck it up <laughs> grow some thicker skin this is what you need because um black well about the title though <laughs> black men are not trying to scare black women into submission this shit is an intervention at this point our women in large have run past the turnaround point and given us their ass to kiss for the last few decades however that wall is undefeated we want black women we want you not just for a relationship but for the betterment of, of our community our children are lost and are in need of everybody in our community to be together. If it takes us, you know, saying these things or doing whatever to get you to turn around and come back to our community, 
then that's what it takes. But it's not the matter of we want, we don't want you, we hate you, or all those other rhetorics that are being spilled out. We just want you to come back to our community and start working together to build a future forward. For the men who don't want that, that's you, brother. But for the majority of us, we want to build our community back up with black women. And, you know, if, if it takes a little shame to get that pride knocked down a few notches to get us back in order, then, hey, that's what it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gaston's World. Appreciate you, brother. I agree uh, with a lot of what you said as well. Uh, Mr. Research, what are your final comments? Hey, appreciate it. And, you know, people disagree. You know, it's up for the listeners to decide which which way they want to go. Uh, nobody's trying to convince nobody. Let's talk about shame real quick. So shame is in our music. Shame is on the block. We shame black men for having sugar babies and paying for sex. But wait a minute, I thought we don't like shame. See, shame is convenient when it's trying to get our result. That's just what it is. And also, um, look at it this way. Yeah, females are doing this type of stuff to us. But, but gentlemen, the z, the z millennials don't care. That 15-year-old in high school right now, he's international. He, he, he's interacting with Arabs, Indians. He don't care about blackness the way we do. Once we start dying out, these conversations will start dying out because the Zillennials are not going to have any black conversations at all. And also the females, Zillennials, they don't care. So this is going to die with us. I think I predict by 2027, these these gender wars will be over with. We'll we'll be pushing into our 50s and and some of us in our 80s. And this ain't going to even be relevant. But uh, that's how I look at it. Everybody can decide what they want to. But 12 years of trying to convince these women and there's no evidence that it's gotten better. YouTube women have gotten worse. So 12 years, no evidence. Keep it going, fellas. Much love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your contribution. Excuse me, Mr. Research. Appreciate you. Um, Black Wizard, um, are you there? Okay, so 18th letter. We'll have you give us your final comments. Um, my final comments is that uh, I agree to an extent with what uh, Mr. Research was saying, because at this particular point, um, I'm not finding a lot of people, especially the women that's on the offense with the type of mental capacity to be able to comprehend the situation that we're in. It just seems like no matter which direction it goes, everything is always black men's fault, whether it's um, even though we've had, you know, 30 or 40 years of rhetoric of disparaging black men to the point that a lot of women really believe that they are above, you know, black men and they really look down on black men. So to see black men in a position where they're succeeding them or overpassing them, it really grinds their gears the wrong way. And, you know, to the point that they don't even have enough respect to be able to compartmentalize black men, which I was reading the chats. And one person was saying, but you, you black men are having kids, this and that. You can't even, you know, differentiate between the type of black men that are actually doing that versus the ones that's actually out here handling their business. Me personally, uh, um, I'm paying off my home. I don't have any children. You know, I grew up in the hoods of Chicago and I now live in the suburbs. So like, you know, they can't even differentiate, but I'll be held with the responsibility of what a one black man did all the way on the South side and the type of damage that he's caused be but you know when it came to dating a woman wouldn't be able to she'll be able to know the difference 
if you know I'm not out here hustling, selling dope and game banging. But you know, it is what it is. But you know, it is important to have these conversations. But at the same time, in the direction that is headed, it seems like, um, in my personal opinion, a lot of the women are not budging. I'm willing to work with the sisters that think like me, but. Um, like for instance, they say, you know, it's the shaming tactics for black men, black men are not trying to shame anybody. Most of the time, if we see, if it's a burning building and the fire extinguisher ain't working, because right now we trying to use a fire extinguisher, then we just getting the hell out of Dodge. And mm -hmm. that's pretty much where, where we at right now. Thank you. The 18th letter. I really appreciated what you had to say. All of it. You were spot on. Um, yeah, uh, you said some good stuff. Uh, we also had a super chat from Adonis. Uh, he said healthy dialogue humbles your ego. It doesn't hurt you since it won't hurt you. It will only make you stronger. Grow with us, not against us. Oh. I like that. Um, and Doug says these scare tactics are so effective. In my own city, I'm observing the epidemic of black women divesting to white men in high numbers. All the stereotypes of black women, the spear said that no one would want. Um, I'm seeing that too, but I don't know if it's a result of the scare tactics. Um, I, uh, I find that interesting, but I'll save my commentary for me wrapping it up, which is going to be just momentarily. Um, black Wizard, did you have anything that you wanted to contribute as a final comment? I'm back. I'm sorry. I was having no, a okay. meaningful conversation with my wife there for a moment. Uh, but wow. um, but uh, yeah, um, there's some stuff that uh, Mr. Research said that I just wanted to clear up real quick um, because I was around during the whole MGTOW shift and everything like that. Um, the there's a you know white MGTOWs were like you know making content like the Sandmans and the whoever's at the time were making content and black black men what kept I guess kind of phoning in trying to address their issues and then um, the white MGTOW at the time were like we don't want to do that that's divisive I think what um, Mr. Research kind of said it more kind of came as a fleeing from uh, white MGTOW spaces, but it was more like, well, if you aren't going to address our concerns, we're going to address it in the way that we see fit. The white MGTOW at the time actually wanted black men to stay because they was like, this is a men's kind of thing. And if we separate it by race and it, it kind of dilutes everything. So um, I just wanted to clear that up. Um, it was, I don't, I did, the way that it was done was not to run. It was to address what black men wanted to address, I guess. And um, yeah, so with the, uh, with the topic, the uh, black men using scare tactics, I think there are a segment of, of men, like we discussed before, that kind of are hurt. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. And when they see, they kind of experience how the world treats men in a way that nobody really cares about how, what happens to men. And they kind of see that coming full circle to women in the form of uh, never finding anyone. Then they kind of cheer for that. Like, well, it's like, yeah, well, finally, you're going to experience what men have to experience their whole lives is that nobody really cares for you. And 
I can't, it's like, they kind of see it as a, I can't wait for the day that that happens to you. So reality kind of strikes. And then they kind of hide behind the, the, uh, when, when it's addressed, it's like, Hey, you're saying that in a way that I don't really receive. It's like, well, I'm just telling you the truth. So you can't handle the truth. You know? So I think that, I think there are dudes who do that, but I think if we're talking generally, most most guys are kind of just kind of saying this is what's this is what is the consequence of your actions um mm-hmm. if you if you go if you go this way this is what's going to happen and or at least or at least the ones that um the ones that have a, like the bigger followings uh it's like if you keep going this way this is what this will happen so this is what will happen and I, I think that is a scary message, but I don't think it is a scare tactic. Um, so, um, yeah, um, I I think that um, a lot of people just um, uh, kind of get caught up in how they've been hurt by either the system or by another group of people or what have you, and they enjoy seeing that pain distributed almost like some kind of karma on yeah. both men and women's uh and so it's like men you know you got women saying you know men are dusty you know uh I, i've seen the divestors even talk about dudes getting killed in the streets and this is just what they this is just what they do this is just what happens you know and you know almost uh, almost celebrating that kind of kind of fact and then you got men on the other side being like, well, you're going to die alone anyway. So, cause nobody really cares for you and you're the bottom of the bottom. So, <laughs> but, and, and it's just two, it's just two groups of people uh, being hurt, hurting each other. And I agree. Like, Black wizard. We got to get out of here. Cause Danny has to go and she has to shut down. Um, okay, sorry. No, I agree with what you said though. You said some good stuff, very solid points. And I can't agree more. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate you. I wasn't trying to interject to shame you. <laughs> we just really have to go because uh, she has an appointment. So um, thank, thank you for your contribution. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really quickly. Um, oh, we read that one from Doug. We got one real quick from DMAC the trucker. He says, I miss most of the show, but my answer to the question is black men need to use scare tactics to get black women to the nearest gym. Make her terrified when she pulling up at Popeye's or Juicy Crab. Don't. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, DMAC. We appreciate you guys so much. This was such a good topic as it relates to shame. I just think that we like I'm not with the shaming that will try to belittle someone. Um, so I guess I am with a different type of shame, which would be ostracizing. But as it relates to even women shaming, I'm not with women shaming men either, because Mr. Research brought up something about men being shamed for sugar babies. Women are being shamed for being sugar babies, too. But nonetheless, I'm not with shaming anyone for their actions. I just don't see that as effective. Someone pinpointed that we are becoming more liberal and I don't think the shame will work with Gen Z. That's not going to work with them at all whatsoever. That They have a different moral base. They're not subscribing to the same thing that we've subscribed to. So it's not going to work. It's time to reinvent the wheel, so to speak. Um, yeah, nonetheless, I do think um, this was a, just a real good conversation. Some good stuff came out of this. I wasn't even expecting it. Um, thank you guys who came up and participated in the discussion and who super chatted us. And uh, thank you to the chat for keeping it popping. All right, um, everybody, thank you so much for coming through. It was a really, really good show. I hate I didn't get a chance to chime in on the end, 
But um, shout out to everybody who came through. Thank you for all the super chats um, and the crazy ass chat. Y'all, y'all, wow. So we'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. We're all.